What's up, everybody? My name's Mark. My name is Alex. And this is... The Shot, Shot Pod. Ah, <laughs> oh, the sweet sound of the Shot Pod beginning. <laughs> you can tell we're growing up because we used to drink tall cans and now we're drinking short cans. <laughs> the evolution continues. The next level. Yeah. We're past episode 25, so now we're on our way to 50. Now we're, this is the second half of, you know, technically I would consider this season two, is what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> up to season, or up to tw episode 25. I remember when we were kids, you know, 20, 20, uh, 24 episodes, 25 episodes, that was a season, you know? I think yeah. Bat Batman Animated Series and Sailor Moon were like 60 episodes a season. Back, but I mean, normally you're about 25. So yeah, we hit 25. We delivered it to the network of the internet. <laughs> and y'all have uh, consumed and loved it to the tune of almost 700 downloads. So thanks. Uh, I, think, uh, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to push... For 100 episodes a season, like I 100 think, episodes yeah. a season, yeah. I guess as a as a as a weekly thing, yeah, that makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, because I think because we only do one episode weekly as opposed to yeah, but that's two years. If we did a weekly episode, it's fifty. That would be that's, fifty-two that's a right. year. That's all right. This, I'm this down. This is an audio program. We're not doing it. Every day, there's 365 days in a year, right? Let's, so let's do it. I love it. I love it. But either way, but I like do, our hundredth episode, be like, oh, this is the season finale. Big, yeah, we'll have to have a party. <laughs> we should do it somewhere cool, like bring the table and shit, and like record it someplace. Yeah. I've thought about that a few times. We should, if we ever wanted to do like a fun restaurant, we, when we do the hot ones things, we were been eating. It'd be fun to do. Um, I, I watched Bob's Burgers, and you know, we talk about that guy that comes to tr came to Toronto that's going to check the pizza sp spots out. I just thought it would be sick to do a shop pod thing where we set this up at like burger spots, like set it up at the burger table, <laughs> and be like, "So we're hanging out at Mister Burger Oshawa, cutting this like, week's episode of the Shot Pod. Give them a bunch of free promo and talk shit. Maybe they give us a free burger, talk about how good it is, and they'd be like, "All right, that's our episode." And just each week doing like a location series, be kind of fun, <laughs> yeah. something to do in the future. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you know, some cool shit to think about. I just, uh, I've had such a great time. So, you know, 25 episodes, we've had a, uh, we had a guest and we've talked about everything from girls to freedom to Star Wars to The Office. So let's keep it going. Today, it, Mother's Day is, is, is a, t a week from when we're recording, but I imagine by the time this drops, it's Mother's Day. So yeah. we are definitely going to give a shout out to all the mamas out there, you know, who um, went anywhere from four to a hundred stitches deep to uh, <laughs> birth us. You got to forget why you love your mom. You know, I mean, yeah, you love your mom because she take care of you and all that stuff. But what was the first thing your mom ever did for you? Destroy her body for you. That's yeah. the first thing, okay? She let you kick her pelvis and her bladder. And she she let you punch her ribs. She let you eat all the McDonald's that she was eating on her. She's like, <laughs> hey, thanks for that chicken nugget, mom. Oh, got it. She's yeah. like, damn it, I had... 15 nuggets and I'm still hungry. This little bastard's eating everything. You know, she was, she was providing us with sustenance and a punching bag when we were uh, just in the womb. So that's what we're, it started there and it went all the way through to when she kicked your ass out of the car at kindergarten. So we got to give big thanks to the moms in this episode. Oh, for sure. We're going to talk about politics because it's crazy. We've got an election coming up here in Ontario. We've got um, some crazy backdoor 69, you suck my dick, I'll suck yours, with the fucking NDP and the liberals going on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so that will get to that too. But last week we said we were going to talk about this and we should definitely hit it up. Oh, for sure. So when we say we're going to talk about this, we're talking about the trial. The we're trial. talking about the trial. <laughs> the trial 
of the century. Not yeah. since O.J. Simpson didn't. I, <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll be excited much. because from what I know, Amber Heard's taking the stands this week. So we're yeah. gonna see. So we're gonna see like a lot of the shit that she comes up with. We'll see how many times she cries on the stage. I might have pooped in the bed, but he picked it up and then wrote his name on my but face with the poop. She did openly admit. She said it was a cruel prank gone wrong. It's like wait, wait, but wait, wait. What was the gone wrong part? <laughs> did it not come out as solid as you wanted it to? <laughs> yeah. Damn it! This is too runny. Everything <laughs> fell apart, honey. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. I stained the sheets. I I'm was sorry. Trying to be funny. I was just trying to be sexy for you, but. Shitting in the bed. Anyways, yeah. sorry. It's interesting too. You really shit the bed on this one, Amber. You really. <laughs> oh man, you will never be able to say that to another person again without thinking of Amber. <laughs> yeah, you really shit the bed on this one. Yeah, yeah. just like Amber. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, and the amount of memes that have come out. Oh my god, so good. It's like I would say only the Fast and the Furious is a better meme garden <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it really is than this it's uh whenever whenever they drop one of those you see vin's face and it basically gets plastered on every meme that already exists and so but yeah like i mean it's on that Amber level hurts poor lawyers and i mean they've just shown how dumb they are excuse me to the world the world is seen like objection hearsay it was your own question uh, uh, okay. I think people and are like starting to see that no matter how happening. much money you have, you know what I mean? Like the corruption's corruption. You know what I mean? You do bad shit, you can have a trillion dollars. I think the days of I've got so much money I can buy my way out of fucking up, I think they're gone. I think this I is do, a sign of that. I do. Uh, there, there's, there's, I mean, it's a meme, but I don't want to say it's a meme out there, but it says like uh, you can have all the money in the world but you can still be treated poorly. Yeah, I think it's a picture of Will yeah. Smith. There's a picture of uh, Tyrese Gibson because of the daughter thing. And then there's a picture of Johnny Depp. It's like you can you can be so, so, so successful that you are just loved all over, but you can still be un unhappy and want to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like these men do. So, yeah. Um, and and, and uh, the Will Smith aspect of this, what I'd seen Will Smith-wise wasn't just the whole like, oh, he was laughing first and then got the look from Jada, so then he went up and slapped. But there, there's an Instagram video that resurfaced where she's filming him, and he's like, look, look, uh, for my fans and stuff, like there's, there's a certain time that, that my social media appearances happen, and I don't want it to happen right now and she's like oh stop and still doing it and he's like no 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 can, stop please stop oh you stop and it's like no please stop and you're watching <laughs> Listen, bitch yeah <laughs> like you're watching this shit it's like what the fuck like yeah. respect the man's wishes and that goes either way respect whoever it was i mean the, the 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 double negative on that situation is that if it was a guy doing it to a girl they go oh, you know she was like stop you know what i mean it would be like wow what an asshole whereas yeah. when it's happening to us it's like man up bitch so yeah it's nice to see this is being let go a little bit you know because me and mark are soft bitch you guys and we are people too no it's just you know this whole toxic masculinity of we all have to be brick walls and don't have feelings it's nice to see it getting ripped down a little bit you know what i mean it's it's because we've never been like that you know this is the greatest the biggest artists and musicians in the world are you know have been men for a long time well, because we have emotions it's just the, we're finally you know allowed to talk about it now what, the, sorry the, the one ahead. thing that i'm always saying in almost all the episodes lately, every shot pod with a zero lately is I really hate the fact that there's so many people that are just dying to get power over people. It's just, just forget that. Just live your own life. Stop fucking trying to run somebody mm. and just do your thing. Now, I was a little reluctant to talk about the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing because 
specifically for this reason, because Johnny Depp is a pretty uh, private guy and he's not really interested in this being as public as it is. I know that it's killing him. Um, I saw some footage of him coming outside the courthouse and a lady gave him some flowers and he was like so smiley about it. Like just someone yeah. was like, hey, here you go. I know this is hard, buddy. You know, I know everybody knows you're here and you don't like that, but I thought maybe this would make it better. Like we all know you're here, but here's the, and he looks so happy. But so, you know, I, I didn't want to talk about it and I've been avoiding, cl- I don't, I, I don't click on things, which is why I'm a little, I will plead ignorance and ask for info from you because I'm trying, you know, because he doesn't like it being in the public eye. I'm trying not to be clicky, clicky, clicky because he doesn't want that. You know, I'm trying to respect this dude. who's just another dude. He's like, I don't want my private life out there. I can do that. I'm chaos. The same reason if I don't like somebody, somebody's opinion, I can scroll past. I don't have to comment, delete, fucking go off on them. I can go, you're dumb and scroll past you. You know what I mean? So I I feel very lucky with that. The rest of the world needs to jump on with that. But, But we are talking about it now. So I don't like that it, he doesn't want it out there, and it is. Yeah. So the, I, I'm hoping this is over quick, and it's not super embarrassing for him. And I'm hoping he gets well, Jack I mean, Sparrow back, for fuck's sakes. No, nah, he says he says yeah, he's done with it. He, would he be wishes. Done with it. He says he wishes uh, Jack Sparrow got a proper goodbye, mm. but uh, like they've already moved on from it, and it's kind of a shame because give it, some, give it time because give it time because with all of this, so many videos have surfaced, like the ride at Disney World. Yeah. It there's actually videos of Johnny. Depp yeah, yeah, dressed as Jack Sparrow. Just shows up. Like, standing there, and they're like, oh, hey, and everyone's like, oh, my God, I love you. And it's him, yeah. yeah. I love that, yeah. No, it's, slander is, is, is a shitty thing, you know what I mean? And the thing that kind of pisses me off at the end of this is that when this is all said and done, like I said, give it time, kind of like Gina Carano, you know? When she left Disney, it was like, she'll never go back. Now look at it. Now look at what what happened. It's well, it, the, the the dust settled and she'll be back eventually. I, who's to say that in three or four years, he doesn't chat them up and go, okay, let's do a final goodbye I don't, Pirates. I don't, I don't know once if... Once this is in the past. I don't know if he would uh, reconcile things with Disney. I think he might work on uh, other directors that he's worked Maybe. with because like his main go-to Him guy. And Burton. Get him that, and Burton exactly. together That's again. Get some Edward Scissorhands going. Something. Yeah. I don't care. Just do something but, with him. Something new even. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, him and Burton are, are like Michael Caine and Nolan. They're just fucking it's, you know, great with each other. Always have been. You know. Yeah. Love that shit. I, I'd argue with DiCaprio and Nolan do some pretty cool shit too. Um. But, but yeah, this the trial is uh, so this week Amber takes the stand. So what talk tell me about the kind of shit John Johnny's been talking about while he's been on the stand this past few weeks. Okay, well he he did so when it came to uh, him uh, getting the injury on the finger. So yeah, he what she do cut half his finger off or some shit. She she threw a liquor bottle at him and okay. and uh, it burst and uh, that's how he ended up losing the the tip of his finger. Right, and from there he started like writing words on the walls. Uh, just in his reaction. Yeah, to it. I mean, yeah. tensions but, are high. But we've all been there. So apparently, you want to throw a bottle at me, you crazy bitch? Yeah, I want to kill my finger. I'm gonna write. But apparently, a story on the wall. You <laughs> psycho fucking <laughs> bitch. Here's a P. Here's a P in psycho. I'm gonna. I'm writing it. By the. I'm writing it with my finger hanging off. Have guess you haven't noticed, <laughs> sweetheart? You flaff. You. Oh, I ran out of blood. I can't finish the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there, right? Yeah. So. It came out that uh, that at first he was saying a different story h- how his uh, finger got taken off because he didn't want that to come out to... It's nobody's to, business. To he make was, Amber Heard look worse. Yeah. And then, and, but props then, for him for having a girl go that crazy and still caring about her reputation. Like, yeah. props, bro. Yeah. I and, wouldn't have... But, but then she posted that op-ed and it was like, mm. all right, now I got to pull out the stops. You want me to do this? Do you want to play this game? Sorry, yeah. I'm just adjusting my arms. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I'm in the perfect spot. Really. So, and there's been a lot of stuff that's there come out where everybody's saying, well, like, they're both bad human beings because of this and because of that. There's three but sides like, to every relationship, Mark. His, hers, and the truth. <laughs> Always. There's, okay, but, like, I kind of went off with my own example on this. So there was a video that was released that showed Johnny Depp slamming cupboards. And I was like, man, if some bitch pooped in my bed, I'd be slamming cupboards too. Be ripping, and it, and it might the not, cupboards off the hinges. Yeah, and it might not have been in direct relation to She's that. She's lucky he didn't poop on the cupboards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or it, would like, it would be like dumb and dumber er you know? Yeah, er, Bob, Bob yeah. Saget is like, there's shit everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> God, they'll never get the smell out of the her depth <laughs> residence. <laughs> After they divorced and left, and they're like, <laughs> "I can't sell this." Do you smell that? Yeah, I love, I love the meme out there that shows like that frustrated kid. But somebody added like Amber Heard's hair, and it's like it's Amber Heard resisting pooping on the courtroom floor. <laughs> yeah, and he's just she's so uh, stressed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or oh man, what? <laughs> or they, there's some. The memes are just amazing. And my another really good one is the one where she's something about. I don't remember the first panel, but the second panel is just Jack Sparrow going, but you have pooped in it. Yeah, but <laughs> one, so of, one of the, the bigger uh, break, breaking lines in this case was there was an audio recording that came out where Amber Heard says, like, what are you going to do? Who are you going to tell? They're not going to believe you. You're the man. Yeah. It's like, oh, you just... Like that, I'd like to hear that. I hear that. <laughs> like, you fucked yourself. Well, and we, and we get that a lot, you know? Like, it's... It's, 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 I mean, I've got a personal issue with this, you know, like I was in a yeah. relationship with somebody and, and, uh, she had a kid and the kid was like, you know, he was like 19 or 20, he's bigger than me. And his fucking kid like came at me and, and, it, and so then there was legal shit involved and it was a, he said, she said, and it just turned into a fucking nightmare. Luckily for me, they had like, they told the police contradicting stories. So the police are like, well, everyone's bullshitting here. So. That I got lucky, but like it's kind of just I'm saying for a, as a man that's dealt with this exact fucking who's gonna believe you? I'm the girl. I can throw glasses and scratch you and kick you and destroy your instruments and you can't do anything. <laughs> I've been there, and it's nice to see a bitch finally get caught with it because you know. And I'm not trying to be specific with this on women. Guys are shit too. Guys do me. I'm just talking about rela a relationship where somebody is super malicious, laughs about how no one's gonna buy you yet because you're you know, not the alpha in the relationship, we'll call it. And then it does come back around and bite you in the ass because karma's a whore. So that's nice to see because I, I, my, my bitch never got that. You know what I mean? She, she, she got to spend years laughing while I fought with the legal system about this shit. Luckily, at the end of the day, it's, it's all done. And because of all the contradicting stories, we're good. But, I mean, God forbid they sat down and went, let's really fuck them and got their story straight. So, I'd be in jail. So there... We're, we're going to talk more about this in another episode. With we're going to have two guests. We're going to have we're going to have Tamara on. Who's got gonna, a Tamara being uh, Mark's girlfriend, our producer, who's got shitloads <laughs> of experience with and, all kinds uh, of this stuff. And we're going to have my buddy Josh on. Nice. And uh, so we're going to have an episode where we talk about. Um, it's a domestic episode, eh? Damn. No, 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 no not, gonna not be so much. No, no, it, it's going to come down to uh, parenting issues. Yeah, parenting like, we relationships. Were, we were talking about that. Real like, shit. Well, like I haven't been in it uh, in that kind of situation. I was like, you, you were the child, and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I love when you did that. Actually, it's funny because I mean, obviously, me and Mark have to listen back to our episodes and edit them and shit like that. Yeah, and sometimes when we're listening back. To, or whatever, I'm ca you know, I, I'll catch myself and be like, bro, maybe that's personal. Wow, maybe I shouldn't have dumped that out there. Yeah. But yeah, we, that's what we do. You know, we're trying to dump it out there so somebody else, similar to the way I feel better about that situation with 
so-and-so, you know, watching Johnny Depp's thingy, yeah. watching his trial. I'm hoping somebody, you know, listens to, to the shit we're talking about so, and so, also feels so better the about reason, things. The reason I'm bringing that up right now is in regards to the bias uh, that, that goes on uh, for women against men It typically. happens in the parenting situation so, a lot, yeah, too, so where if you're so the dad, for, you're just the deadbeat. So, for example, uh, I'm going to uh, go by a personal example here, and there was... Um, when I went to court for uh, my, my younger child. And if you haven't, just quick backstory, guys. Mark's struggle with uh, getting rights to ha- see his kid was a fucking nightmare. And if anybody's got a, a story, like, you know, the years, the lawyers, the traveling, the distance, all the shit, the lies, the back and forth, everything you can imagine, all that is stuff that it's a sucks. Mark did it and he won and he got to the end of it. And now he's got a great relationship with, with both of his boys and he's in a good spot. Yeah. But my God, this man fought like a dog to get it was, there. It was a very, very steep hill. Very steep And hill. I had to go through everything from CAS threats yeah. to, to... And uh, one day, I hope Mark's kids listen to this and understand the fucking shit he went through <laughs> to, 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 to be a part of your life. To the supervised access. Props to any parent out there that put that kind of effort into seeing their kid, moms or dads, man. To the supervised access at an access center. Now, the reason That's why... That's a nightmare. I couldn't imagine yeah. that So the reason why shit. I was bringing that up is because somebody went to court to say he doesn't know what he's doing parenting, even though... She Johnny was, Depp? No. Even though she was a first-time parent and... Oh, I you're talking about your thing. And Sorry. I already had a child that... I uh, raised d- yeah, yeah, from yeah. a baby up till now. But yeah, you have to show but, up and but, prove, right? But I had to show up and prove. Yeah. I had to take a parenting course. I had to they have... They made you take a course? Yeah. I mean, they made me take anger management after all the shit that went down with my thing, but I fucking... I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But like, like, I got even, something out of that. But even still, That's saying, sad. saying to the judge that I've taken repeated uh, parenting courses through the years, they're it's like, just, oh, but it's not recent. I'm like... Are, are, has parenting changed? Yeah. <laughs> just telling little Johnny he can't have cheese whiz for fucking lunch every day <laughs> changed from 20, yeah. 2006 to 2016? Like, what a dumb thing to say. Dude, I've, I've the empathy I have that you've had to deal Because the court system, when you're dealing with traffic or criminal, is a fucking joke in Canada yeah. right now, especially Ontario. So to jump into the, what's that called? Family yeah. stuff and whatever. What's that section of the law it's, called? It's just family law. Family law. Like, yeah. God damn it, man. I mean, I got a taste of it as a young boy when my parents split up but like it well not what you got because my dad didn't fight there was no i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking fight this this i'm gonna tear these walls down uh, you know the, the effort just wasn't there so I, that's why i p- pass these props out to yeah. because it is an uphill struggle quite often where i but actually, worth it i mean i saw you when you got your kid that fucking xbox this christmas yeah. or that just passed yeah <laughs> you you know what i mean like it was worth every Every lawyer penny, every hour and every kilometer in that car to, to, to make sure that it was, you know, you yeah. could get to that moment when you're like, here, bud, here's the new Xbox. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to jump over so many biased fences and then, and then. What about the judges? With the judge, what's your, what was your um, ju- experience with the judges? Because I know the, the, the court people, are, they're always okay. biased. So, uh, quite often when it comes down to family law, quite often the, the judges that, uh, that everybody's presenting their case to isn't necessarily like a judge judge like the it'll be it, there'll be a justice right to, to like a justice of, of the peace yeah to oversee the the parenting and uh, okay. the case conference briefings but they're not necessarily something so somebody, you're saying you're saying family law in this country is understaffed to handle the amount of cases okay and, and yeah and it's not necessarily somebody that can move it to full trial 
Right. So they're just more whereas, delegating where, bullshit. Yeah. Whereas I actually lucked out because once the judge was like, okay, I'm, I'm sick of the back and forth here. We're going to full trial. It was like, hey, yeah. Nice. Because you knew you could hang her out to try at that point. Yeah. And now here's another thing. So as far as evidence goes, I remember you talking about, we're going to get more to this when we do that episode. Yeah. So we're just skimming. I remember you said you had like a really good piece of it. Once you could go to trial, the reason, excuse me, the reason you were excited was because you had something that was just going to call it a day, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so like when you're going up against somebody who's accusing you of something and you are trying to fight off biases against the judges, anything you bring up, it's going to look like he said, she said stuff. Yeah. And so it's just back and forth. So you can't actually get anywhere with that. So you kind of have to hope for a full trial. And once you have full trial, then you kind of release this evidence. So it was constantly like, no, but I didn't do that. She did that. No, but I didn't do that. She did that. No, but I didn't do that. She did that. And she's just accusing me of doing all this crap that I've never done. And, uh, and it, it gets frustrating. And like, and you can't lose your cool because the minute you go, fuck you guys, they're just like, oh, he's unfit to, to parent yeah. <laughs> right, right, right away. And, and one of the shittier things is you can't cry in court. You cry in court and you're automatically looked at as if you're trying to, to win them oh. over. So you can't cry in court. You oh. have to remain strong and deal with it. That would not go well for me. I cry like a bitch all the time. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a crier. Yeah. I, uh, I think I got, I, oh, oh I, cr this is how much of a crier I am. Um, I saw a clip on my phone the other day of Ahsoka versus Vader. So I was like, ooh, I want to watch that. So I went back and YouTubed the three-minute or five-minute battle, and I, like, choked up for sure halfway through. <laughs> and it was just, an you know, it was one scene from a cartoon. So that's how. Oh, and then Disney Plus got X-Men. So I was watching the old X-Men cartoon. Yeah. And the first time I heard that, as soon as that theme kicked, I was like, oh, my God, it's 92, and this is the best day of my life. You know, I just, yeah, it doesn't take much for me, man. I get it easy. So yeah, that sucks, dude. I don't wish it on nobody. And how, um, uh, did you have to bring in character witnesses and shit? People that would come up and be like, yeah, Mark's a good guy. I seen him with, with the kid and he's great. Did you have to bring people in for that? Uh, or did they no. just make you hang out with the kid and supervise it and figure it out for themselves? They, they supervise. They that do that so, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause they take notes. Okay. So, so the funny thing is, those notes are automatically passed to the court. And so, I mean, the, so, it, when, it, so when my ex is like, oh, well, he doesn't know how to do this. He doesn't know how to do this. The judge is like reading the notes. Yes, he does. Yeah. It's all right here. Yeah. He doesn't know how to discipline him. He doesn't know how to say no. Uh, uh, said no to this, offered other <laughs> toy, accepted. This has happened 17 times in the last session. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bitch, what? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so that... Now... You, as much as it was a struggle, you have a bit of luck in the way that you got to prove her to be an idiot at the end of it and, and win. I know guys that did that it's, don't have that luck. They're good dads. They're good dudes, regular working guys, but they just they, they didn't have that evidence. They Maybe they're not good with this court shit. Maybe they don't have the money for the lawyer. They don't come from anybody that can help or, the, or they're on pro bono. You know, one, I, I one, of the, one of the harder things to do is you have to keep a calm head. You keep a calm head. Props to you because I couldn't. You, you keep a calm head. You'll be able to think smarter and yeah. and and that's that how for anything in life and that's how you'll be able to overcome what you need to overcome uh, if you lose your cool if you get too emotional you're you're going to be in your head and you're going to have a hard time dealing with it and there were times when i broke there was uh so my ex had a friend who was all of a sudden like i can't believe she fucking did that to you i can't believe she did that to you and this friend ended up helping me out in a big way and then she was just like you know what you have to do you have to 
you you have to keep your cool and be smart. And when she said this, I had all that weight on my shoulders and my face just like turned on like a faucet. I'm like, Oh my God. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. It was just so hard. And then after that, I was like, okay, no, I got to do this. And you just have to think about it. Like, okay, if, if this is in the end for my kid, this is what it's, this is what it's got to be. This is what I got to do. Let's get it done. You got to picture that end game. What's yeah, at the end? So game? the entire point of this rant was going against the bias. And man, there is a lot of it out there. It's <laughs> insane. And uh, I mean, what I, what I like is that the world likes to pretend it's more woke than it is. Like I love when they're like, they talk, they say we're past toxic masculinity. Go to a gym. Fuck you. We're taught we're past it, bro. I won't go to a gym because of it. I have no interest in being judged oh, in, man. In, in, a, in a public there's, gym of any kind by a, people. And if you're not, yeah, I, I, I don't know about you, but it's just not my cup of tea. And it amongst men, there's a lot of it. And, and, and then you see, like, like you say, Momo, Jason Mimosa <laughs> inside shot pod joke. Check out an episode for that. <laughs> but Jason, and you've got Tyrese with his crying over the daughter. Yeah. You've got Will over the Jada Pinkett red table, you know, and, and and the, and the criticisms and the lack of respect that these men, I mean, aside from the Chris Rock slap, like outside of that world, you know, the, what happens to these guys because of it. Um, one thing I just wanted to quickly touch on too, just the way you described what you had to deal with in court uh, because of the biases and the way that, you know, the, the system's basically made to break you. So only the strong survive when it comes to court cases. I think. Yeah. It's just the way it's made. Everything you described reminds me uh, of a friend. Uh, my buddy, Josh was an MMA champion in, in, uh, Ontario, we played football when we were kids. He's, he's, he's our age, and he's lived my roommate um, last year. And, and you know, Josh, this is this is like he's one of the best fighters in Ontario, basically when, yeah. when he was in his twenties. And I remember Josh telling me about t- I was talking to him about fights. You know, everybody always talking about that stuff, and he's just like, the reason I've never lost and I didn't lose is because my heart never beat sixty. I never see seventy five meets a minute, no matter how big the guy was, no matter how, if he caught me in the nose, no matter what position I was in, I was the best. I was if you can do that, if you could go. And take 120 and drop it to 75. You you are in full control of your life in a way that no other person will be. Whether you're in the court and you're about to own your ex for custody of your child, whether you're about to rip a man's face off who's trying to physically accost you because he's all, you want to go? You think you're tough? You think you can fuck with me? And you're just like, I do think I can. You know what I mean? Or whether you're, I don't know, playing fucking Call of Duty and you got to dial it back and get your homies, you know, get some ammo and win this <laughs> round. Whatever it is you're doing, if you can calm that that BPM, if you can take your heart and your blood pressure and control it, you are in full control. And that's part of why being bipolar, I know we're getting into all kinds of crazy talks now, part of being a little mentally ill and having this type of thing where you don't get that option of being able to calm down, you know, it is so important for me to control it or avoid situations that are going to set me into that 140 meat beats a minute where I'm just, I see red and I'm ready to murder. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's interesting whether you're fighting a dude or in a courtroom, like how important control over your heart rate and your breath and your, you know, that that feeling, just calming it down, you know? And when you're in your 20s, it's hard. It's one of the things that's great about growing up. Yeah. You're more in control of it. Um, I, I, I do, uh, at the end of all this, wish Johnny all the luck, you know? And as much as I, this is a weird thing to say, I hope Amber gets out of this trial and goes, man, I am a fucked up girl and I need some help. And, and it gets better. And, you know, is in, in, is in a decent relationship and doesn't poop in someone's bed. You know, every time <laughs> I, no, what I'm saying, every time I hear about girls going crazy, like that girl that fucked with me, like if I heard that she was in a good relationship and things were going well, I'd be happy because it, then I'd know that that fucked up, 
using dudes, you know, side of her might be gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, she grew past it or saw it for what it was. I was a bad dude when I was married. I did some bad dude, stupid shit. And I look back at the, uh, that Alex and I go, I'm glad that I learned from those mistakes. You know, well, yeah. I'm glad that I'm not going out and spend, you know, instead of being, fi- I'm 50 bucks short on my rent, but I've got beer in the fridge. You know, I'm not that dude anymore. Yeah. I'm glad of that. You know, I have a, I have a really funny story in regards to that, that past circumstances. So hit it. <laughs> so one way that I do vent my emotions is through music. And, and you do it well. And so while uh, while going through that, I wrote a song called Sperm Bank about men being used as a sperm bank. And so when I did this and I, and I finished the Happens lyrics. There's a lot more these days than I think people realize. Like yeah. girls between 20 and 35 right now, that range of women, if you're in that range, like there's a bunch of them and they're just like... They, they just don't use birth control and they just kind of go out and do whatever. And if they get pregnant, they get pregnant. They don't yeah. give a fuck. And it's flat out so that they can rope buddy in. And then they've, most of them have one or two they've already done it to. <laughs> yeah. If you got three baby daddies and three kids, that's three sources of income. You don't have to work. And yeah. sometimes if you play your cards right, like some of the girls I know, you can even go to school on that dime. Yeah. Because now you can get your uh, OSAP because <laughs> you've got three dependents. Yeah. You know, it's it can, or three or four dependents. You know, it's anyways, it can, it's not so, cool. So, after I wrote the lyrics, I love this song, after I wrote the lyrics, where can we hear the song? If you want to hear sperm donor at, at sperm, bank, sperm bank, sorry, at reverbnation.com, reverbnation.com slash army shot. No zero. This is, this is before the zero. This is before the era, the era of zero. Yeah. No, so no reverbnation.com slash army shot. Check it out. And uh, you can hear sperm bank. Anyways. Continue. So I showed the lyrics to my lawyer and I was like, I just want to make sure there's nothing incriminating me in here that like. My ex can bring up in court and be like, oh, well, he's saying this, blah, 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 blah. blah. And, and the lawyer was actually like, no, this actually sounds inspirational. And it looked like the lyrics look like they might be able to help some people who have gone, gone through, through you, this. That's gone so through. cool. That must have been so cool yeah. to hear somebody. I don't know about you, but like uh, somebody could drop to their knees and blow me and it's not as flattering as complimenting <laughs> my music. I'm sorry. Yeah. It really isn't. Yeah. Re- when someone says your music, hell, I think we talked about this last week. I think we hit this a section of, you know, I told you about that section of the opera house playing one where there's that perfect quietness, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then yeah. you're talking about somebody saying your song got me through killing myself, yeah. you know, and like that, just the way how it, it, that changed you. You're like, wow, I'm glad I could do that. Cause I, you know, Nirvana was that for me or Soundgarden was that for me or Ronnie Radke is that for me or whatever, yeah. whoever we're talking about. Um, yeah. So we're, yeah, that's good. Okay, have, we so hit, have we hit that topic to death yet? Or hang on, hang on. So what had happened with this song okay. was, uh, at this time, I was now single and, and whatever, so I was single and ready to mingle. Mingle, and so so I <laughs> took actually, the words out of my mouth. Yeah, so I I actually went on that uh, that website, plenty of fish, plenty of hoes. Yeah, so <laughs> I get message from somebody from Brampton, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's not far off from Georgetown. And this girl's saying she's got purple hair, and at the time, my ex had purple Ooh, hair, and I'm like, this yeah, is I an interesting story. I don't I don't like. This. I don't like where this is going. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm actually a musician. So actually, I'd like to show you one of my songs. And I linked this person to Sperm Bank. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh-huh. and so on social media, I'd, I'm completely blocked from my ex. And yeah. however, my mom wasn't, and neither was her friend Linda, who would actually like once in a while chime in and be like, Mark didn't do this. And blah. I'm like, yeah. just, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Okay. So... Uh, after I'd shown this person sperm bank, like two days afterwards, her status on Facebook was, 
I did not use them as a sperm bank. And I was like, oh, shit. Did I just fucking out her? Did I save myself? Oh! <laughs> wow. From, from knowing that I'm being played with right now. Mark, I've got more respect for you after this episode than I did before. Because I'm going <laughs> to No, I'll be honest with you, man. I've been played by women. Like, I, I, you know, because you fall in love and you want to give them everything. And you see this future with them. And sometimes those rose-colored glasses let the abuse slip through way too easy, you know. And then there's kids involved and you love their kids. Yeah. And now you're like, well, this girl's a bitch, but I love these little kids. So I'm just going to stick this out. You know what I mean? And I love that, you know, you've dealt with all that same shit that I've done, but it just seemed to have dealt with it all so much better than me, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> I just, I, I learned all these lessons the hard way. Like that's smart shit, man. You know, that, that seemed to have worked out. Um, ugh. <laughs> I mean, there are certain signs that you gotta, you gotta kind of clue into though. Like, like, I feel like I'm getting better, but then, you know, we all know my what my last fucking six months has been like, so you think you're good at it. Like I, like well, I said, I, mean, I had a year and a half where I didn't date anybody or do anything, and I was I was very happy with myself. My music career was going well. We started the shot pod. Things were going great. You yeah. know, things were... And, you know, then I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into this dating thing, and I dated two or three girls, and I was cool. You know, I didn't get too attached. When it fell apart, it wasn't like... It was like a day or two of, well, that sucks. And then something happened, and I got f I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I let it, I let one in. The walls weren't high enough or thick enough for this bitch. She she came with grappling gear, you know. And she, and, she, and then they get past it, and then you're in, and then they don't, then they leave you, and or, or ruin your life or whatever the fuck goes on. And 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 you're like shit. I should you know I'm, I get very mad at myself for not seeing it coming or for letting it affect me. Like at this point, my annoying depression over that is almost gone on as long as the relationship was in its full length. So yeah. it's fucked up, right? So I'd look up to somebody that's a little bit better at getting over, getting over and turning that around, whether it's a song you wrote or whether it's, you know, whatever you did, you know what I mean? So I'm still learning. I'm still learning. You're, st <laughs> you're still my, they say respect your elders. He might only be a few years older than me, but uh, I'm learning a thing or two from Grandpa Mark. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean I've been noticing, Papa Mark. Call him Papa I've been Mark. noticing that in my facial hair, I'm getting more like white on it. I'm like, I don't, Papa Smith. I don't like. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Papa fuck. Smith is too close to Papa Smurf. I that's I actually kind of <laughs> thought that. I actually kind of thought that. Um. Okay. So can we jump it? Move on real quick. Mm -hmm. We're done talking about beating up men. Stop doing it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I played a gig and I want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. I want to do a quick promo. So I played at this place called Rotary Centennial Park in Whitby. It's right on Brock Road. It's like uh, the south end by the. Yeah. What's the name of the somebody? Uh, somebody sent me the intersection. It's Brock and. Ands or some shit? I don't know. No, no, it's it's like it's like Brock and Victoria. It just goes down around the corner. Yeah, no, no, it's north of that. It's no, it's north of the four hundred one, but it's south of the four corners. Burns, she's got oh, it. It's oh, Burns okay. and Brock. Burns and Brock is the intersection. Burns and Brock Whitby. Anyways, so the last Friday of every month, it's called, it's a freedom rally thing, right? There's okay. big Canadian flags. It's potluck. People bringing stuff out. There's music going. I played the, the gig and it was fun and successful and I just, I have to push it. So next month, it's happening May the 27th, which is Friday, May 27th. Isn't my, that your birthday? My birthday is the 26th. Okay. So that's the night Kenobi comes out. So <laughs> I, uh. I will probably cancel the gig and go home to watch no, you'll Kenobi. Be, you'll be playing. You'll be playing the gig and be I'm like, like oh, "All right, everybody, good tonight. I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> go. All right, bye." <laughs> oh my god! I'm just like, well, everybody, I gotta get out of here because hello there. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, I thought you were saying goodbye. You just wait. 
Mixed signals, so man. Con- so confused. All of a sudden, from across the crowd, somebody yells, General Kenobi! Like, <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> Anyways, so um, it's the 27th. Uh, it, it starts at 6 o'clock. We're going to do the same thing. Uh, uh, this one, I'm dragging Mark out because we're going to push the shot pod. I'm going to wear our shot pod shirts and bring them up on stage. We're going to shoot the shit, talk about the, the podcast. And like I say, it's, a, it's, it's like-minded. You know, I'm not going to say they're anti-vaxxers, but there's definitely a lot of people that, you know, were on that I don't want this shit. Maybe a lot of people there had them, but we're on the, I only got it because my kid wanted to go to, you know, a park, you know what I mean? On that uh, list, this is very similar to the way Tamara is, you know, I wanted to be able to do things. So I had to do it, you know? Yeah. So anyways, um, or work, you know, I wanted to keep my job. So that's, it, it's, it's a cool thing. There's a cool message to it. And now that they're lifting all these regulations, it's almost like a celebration instead of a, of a fight or a rally. It's more like a, yay, we kind of got somewhere. You know what I mean? Things are changing. So anyways, that's the 27th. Um, I played all kinds of shit from Gangster's Paradise to 21 Pilots to Blink. Um, we're going to do all requests. I'm going to try, guys, to get Mark maybe to knock out an original tune or sing Gangster's Paradise with me or something because he's so fucking good as a musician. And I know if I get him up there and give him a mic or a guitar that it'll make me better. It'll, <laughs> make, it'll make me get... Because I do. Like I said, when other musicians that with, with game go in, I want to, I step up. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I don't get intimidated. I get excited. Right. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Just same way I see a, a, a couple that's in a good relationship. I'm like, good for you, bud. you know, I don't get jealous. and go, I want to fuck that guy's girl. I go, man, good for you that you found one of the good ones. They, I wish they made more of them. You know what I mean? So I would love to do that. So yeah, that's the 27th and it's in Whitby. Let's, uh, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. It was, it was good times. So there's my free shameless self promotion yeah. on that. Okay. So we're going to get some, Somewhat political here, just because it was a perfect segue. So, with some of the stuff that uh, that recently happened, there's uh, the Rolling Thunder, uh, which are which are a bunch of motorcycles that just hit recently hit Ottawa. Ottawa, I love, and the memes have been fantastic. I'm telling you, they're so funny. Yeah, so it's just mostly Justin crying, <laughs> but like some of the memes are just. Oh, anyways, so I I actually have a buddy who uh, responded to the Ottawa police on Twitter because the Ottawa police took a picture of. Uh, the leg wear of these bikers who have like knee pads on and and uh, their steel toes or whatever, which is quite common bike wear. It's nor- well, wear. It's, it's mostly so if you dump the bike, you don't die. Yeah. I mean, guys that are wearing less protective equipment are kind of saying, I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, the less protective equipment you're wearing, the more badass you're or stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of being. So when you see them in full getup, that's a serious guy that values his life and values the lifestyle. Yeah. You know, he's that's probably two thousand dollars worth of shit so, he's wearing. So the cops are criticizing what, what they're wearing as as if they're preparing to riot. Praying for war. Like they're and, showing up yeah. in, in, in uniform then, so for I, battle. I, so I have a buddy saying, You mean just wearing biker gear? Like what? Yeah. And then there was there was another tweet from the Ottawa police saying that they were occupying a parking lot. He's like, so just parking in a parking lot. I think that's ironic. <laughs> Do you not find that ironic that uh, a group of people that wear full SWAT get up to pull you over and give you a speeding ticket. Because let's be honest, even the guys that pull you over for speeding tickets are in full get up. Yeah. They're full fucking go. You know, if you shoot him anywhere but the head, he's going to be fine. You know, <laughs> they're telling us that we're wearing too much equipment. Yeah. Buddy, you look like you're in Afghanistan and we're at the side of Simcoe Street for a, a 62 and a 50 ticket. And, but but I'm wearing too much uniform, too much equipment to the Ottawa rally on my yeah. motorcycle. That if I'm doing 10k an hour and hit a speed bump, I could fly off and can get and die. Yeah. yeah, come on, like looking once again, looking for excuses, looking for reasons, trying to paint a picture of you're the bad guy. Just like with the truckers, they were bouncy castles and barbecues, and they made it seem like they were keeping ambulances from getting to the hospital and keeping people awake all night. Yeah, yeah so. 
And then, and then another thing that you were saying in regards to like the mandates being dropped on a lot. Well, Justin Trudeau just extended. Yeah, I want you to the, talk about this. Yeah, Justin Trudeau just extended the travel ban for three, three years, fucking years, from going from province to province as well as out of the country. Uh huh. If, if, if you're unless, not vaccinated, if you're not, and at this point, that's now triple. If you if you had two, it's not good enough. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. I think as of February or maybe even March or some shit, they ran into that zone. Horrible. I don't understand. Like, other parts of the world are done, over it, moved on. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, what, what are the numbers like? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the excuse that he can use to hold us down? Like, what's he, what is he waving in our faces to say, this is why? Because the numbers aren't up. The numbers are, are steady, dwind- oh, or even dwindling. Here's, here's another shady thing. So, uh, in parliament, they were asking, so, I'm shady. So, what were the measures? That uh, that caused you to invoke the Emergencies Act, and they're like, "Well, we're not gonna tell you. We're not gonna clarify that." And they've that's their official position. So they're not going to release why they invoked the Emergencies Act. And it's like, wait, 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 wait! Don't we have that right to know? It's become so obvious just how how far it is. You know, like it's 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 getting to the point where it's it's not a. Uh, I'm not surprised. So I just I just want to say that this isn't like pro left, pro right, uh, anti left, anti right. Oh, this is specifically kids. Right, the right, the man. right and left are gone, dude. What what do the right and left have to do with any of this? Yeah. I honestly, there's I don't see there are leftists that won't even go to parliament at this point. You know what I mean? Like it's both sides of that fence are are disgusted. At this point, it's right and wrong. There's no left and right. Yeah. It's right and wrong. Like you you're not you can't go to the other party and say hey just uh, be in my party and fuck everybody with an opinion. You know. You yeah. And that's and they've done that too. Can you give any detail on that? Is it official that Singh and Trudeau have created a coalition government? Because they won't call well, it. They, they won't call they it. They won't coalition. call it a coalition. But the funny thing but is, but they're behind the behind doors sucking each other's cocks. Yeah, that that's the weird thing is they won't call it a coalition. It's like, but what would you call it then? Where there's a quid pro quo get, deal? Get, there's, there's get like, specific with me. Like, what kinds of things are they talking about to make it beneficial for each other? They talking about scratching each other's backs? Uh, what for bills? For for what? For uh, for policies. So like. Oh. NDP is like, okay, well, I will support you if you support my and policies. And you know the I policies they're talking about are mandate travel ban stuff. Uh, know no, that's... no, it's not that. It's it's not all that. So we're, uh, It's on the list, though. So we're Singh saying, like, oh, I want that free pharmacare. Right. So he wants the free pharmacare. He wants the uh, free dental, I think. Okay. Because so, we've got so much extra money for that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been to a dentist in a few years because I run my own business. You know what I mean? So I, I, I would love to get some dental. You know what I mean? As, as a citizen. But I understand that that's an unrealistic expectation in this economy. I am more concerned about my fellow poor people eating and having a place to live that's affordable than I am about my teeth. Yeah. I think we need to so, get our priorities straight. Why are we talking about dental when people are homeless? So, okay. So I'm... Anyways. I am gonna I'm, talk. I, I am gonna talk for a second about a conservative politician, Pierre Polivier. Yeah, our home slice, Pierre. And, and the reason, and the, <laughs> I fucking the, love this guy. The, the reason why I'm bringing this up is currently he's kind of touring all over. He was just in Pickering on Friday. He, oh fuck, we should. We got to meet him. You and I have to go and, and I meet wish him. I could. We I need a pick. Well, we gotta get the shot pod shirts. Hands over him and, and get picked, dude. It needs to happen. Oh, yeah. it, right. it needs to happen. We need to find when he's in our area next, yeah. and we need to make sure. I know we both work. We got to do this. We, I'm, yeah. I'm de- because. 
Remember when Mackie Anthony Mackie or whatever his name was from the PPC? Okay, so this last summer I was playing a gig with Eric, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we were. Pl- I wish the shot pod was 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 more at this time happening. We were a month away from starting it, I think, or you were a month away from bringing me on. And I we we played, and I was talking about it was a big. Uh, we were playing for uh, Google Pizza at Simcoe Street and Beatrice. In the parking lot, just parking lot. It was a like jumping castle, kids' food. It was it was it was family thing, and I was playing with my buddy Eric, who's a very left wing pro, do what you're told guy. But we, and, but we coexist very well in the band together, regardless of these things. Okay, yeah. um, because coexisting can well because happen. you can still yeah exactly we we we, and we have very constructive arguments in the car after gigs about <laughs> the, oh, we do yeah. he's and, and he makes good points remember he was the one that told me about kids want the instant validation i was talking to him about this he listened to our 90s episode about the pause in the super mario and then you come home and there was a power outage and you're like no yeah. you have to start the whole game again you know and he's like and kids these days will never experience that and that's half the problem of the world and i went holy shit he just said the most mind, like he blew my mind when he went, I see it every day. They don't understand. They need instant validation. And when they don't get it, it's just a temper tantrum, even in thir- as a 30 year old. Yeah. He's a very smart guy. So me and Eric can still be constructive, but we can disagree on left, right wing. And he also agrees that it's gone from left and right to right to wrong at this point. Yeah. So anyways, um, where's I going? Oh, so I, we played this gig and, and, and I was talking, it was, we were live streaming as we always do. And I was talking about PPC and about Mackie because they had his, um, uh, this little flyer on the, uh, the the go-go pizza thingy. He shows up yeah. an hour and a half later in his big Ford Edge with all done up purple with his name on it. Yeah. Comes out, I got to shake his hand. I got to stop playing drums. I, I shook, shot, shot the shit with him. It was a moment. It made me feel cool that I got to say it. And then he came out and I, maybe, maybe I helped him get some votes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we should do it, Pierre. We have to get yeah. on with Pierre. But Okay, so why I brought this up is- I'm one- not gay. <laughs> But if I fucking was. So, no, I'm just kidding. Nah, so the reason why I brought this up is because uh, Trudeau is now asking for another $80 billion from the Bank of Canada. Uh-huh. And uh, that's, that's, what so, made, that's what that makes you want to do. Yeah. So now that he's asking for another $80 billion, which we don't have, it means. We're trillions in debt because of Curb yeah, so and we're, China. We're asking to print up $80 billion. Oh, so, because we it's not because <laughs> we haven't been printing money like it's water yeah. or going out of style. So where Pierre comes in, he's like, I want to audit the Bank of Canada. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just, he's been talking about that for a year now. Yeah. He mentioned, okay, remember, remember on another episode I said the, the, the court channel or sorry, the, the parliament channel used to be boring. Yeah. One of his most interesting parliament videos is audit talking about the audit. And I'm pretty sure that was one of the ones where Justin walked out. Yeah. Was when and because he got pretty mean. He went. He went. I'm not moving past this point. When is the audit happening? Why isn't it already happened? And he basically stalled Parliament that day because nobody. He he wouldn't give up. If you don't get a proper answer, you don't have to give up your whatever that's called when you you've so, got the floor. I, politically, that's one thing that everything has to be reformed on. It's it's like. If you're going to be asked a question where people are actually genuinely curious, like, oh, yeah, I want to know what he says. And the guy just says, well, actually, you know, and then he beats around the bush. No, fuck that. Answer yes or no, and then give your reasoning. That's what, all. It, that's- why have we accepted that our politics aren't transparent? Like, it, like you got to think about what it was like in 1770 motherfucking six when this all started, when we brought democracy from across the pond, slaughtered a bunch of Indians, sorry, natives, and then and took the world over basically on this side. And we came up with this. Uh, me, Mark, and Tamara 
have decided of the three of us that Mark is our representative. Mark, you represent what we want. Now, Tamara, we don't like the new Costco going in. So we're going to tell Mark, no, no, sh- Mark, stop laughing. This is very serious. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm such- Mark, you have to tell them to stop making that Costco. Me and Tamara have agreed we don't want it in our fucking neighborhood. It's It, it turns it into a pol- uh, 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 suburban hell, and there's not enough parking spaces. And it's- now, Mark, you leave, right? And yeah. you go to the house down the street with all the other idiots that, 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 that represent this neighborhood. And they're like, hey, Mark, oh, how are you feeling about the Costco? And what do you say, Mark? Oh, yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm Get feeling that great motherfucker going. Yeah. How much money's in your pocket from Costco while you're saying that? <laughs> about 50 bones, right? Now, I know it's a, it's a basic analogy, and I'm breaking it down to simplicity here, but that's where we're at. That's, sim- that's simply where we're at. There is no transparency. I, uh, Robin Williams used to say politicians should wear NASCAR, sh- uh, NASCAR uniforms so that we can see who owns them, like NASCAR drivers with yeah. the companies. Genius, and it should happen, literally. If, 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 uh, if Sun Oil Corp has then given you a billion dollars, you sh- a shouldn't be allowed to vote on anything environmental or related to transportation because you're biased. Number one or number two, uh, you should be advertising. I have a biased opinion when you do it, so that your constituents can vote you out next time. Maybe your constituents love oil and they want to keep you. You don't know if that's going to help you or burden you. We've never experimented with uh, truthful, transparent po- politics. It's been fr- it, we've gotten too deep in this corrupt world of of everyone jerking each other off behind closed doors. And, and buying buying each other. You know what I mean? I mean, l- l- then you get into situations like Rob Ford. We get into drug abuse. We've got a guy running with the biggest city in Canada who's a drug addict. This doesn't happen when politics are transparent and corruption doesn't exist. Yeah, That, to me, was a beginning of there's something wrong here. That was, and the best part is, is the best part of all of it is he was the best mayor fucking Toronto's had <laughs> yeah. in 25 years. And he was a crackhead. And now his brother... But it was out in the open. Yeah, power to him for that, you know? <laughs> anyway, so now his brother's buying for re-election. Has Doug given us reasons to re-elect him? I don't think so, but he's definitely he's, better, better than the alternative. Yeah, so he's been trying. Because it's a Kathleen Wynne puppet part two that's yeah. pop that's on the liberal side. What's the, what's the name of that? You know what? I'm not even going to justify the liberal <laughs> leaders by saying their name because I don't want you to know because I don't want you to vote for them yeah. because they're all about uh, OB, OPG being privatized still. Yeah. Oh, fucking 10 years after. And they're still talking. The country's mortgages and housing is shit. Education is shit. COVID has crippled the nation. But we're still talking about where the fuck we're going to sell OPG to? Are we fucking saying? Like, it blows my mind it's even on the list of things to talk about in this province. Yeah. With all the other problems we have. I'm sorry, I know I'm getting ranty. But, but fuck I mean, Mark. It's... No, don't fuck Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but fuck. This is ridiculous, Mark. That's okay, what I mean. there you go. Love you, buddy. Okay, but but there's no... There, I mean, there's there's no winning option here. There, there's no winning... Lesser of so three evils. The lesser of three evils, but regardless, there there's no winning option. Because Doug Ford is all like, I want to bring in digital IDs. Yeah, It's I like, know. oh, you want to bring in digital he's IDs? Bu- he's been well, bought and sold. Yeah, because then you think about Trudeau, like, okay, well, I'm going to cancel the bank accounts of these people. It's like, okay, well, what are you going to do when they're... All their being of who they are is online. Oh, you're gonna erase them. You're. It makes me think of uh, the Departed, where where uh, William Costigan, aka Leo DiCaprio, yeah, yeah. because he was undercover, he only had his ID in the computer. Matt Damon finds out, deletes it all, and then when they now con- he's a gangster. And then when they confront each other, Matt Damon's like, "You don't even have a fucking identity. I erased you." Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's that's gonna be Trudeau. That's how it works. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's and this is what oh, and we we've, we've had 
this is getting sad how how many times we come around to this point about I I had a huge rant in an episode um about watching media consuming media of based on utopia and standing up for the right thing and fighting the bad guy and and being the only one with the voice and and not caring and how we consume franchise after franchise of of, of this you know the little guy that nobody thinks can do it going against the whole world you know whether Indiana Jones or fucking whether it's Luke Skywalker or whether it's little Bruce Wayne with his dead parents saying, nah, I'm going to use my money and save, save the city, whatever the fuck media we're consuming. But yet we will apply zero of these moral values to our real life. Yeah. Zero, absolutely here's, zero. Here's something funny. So uh, on Facebook, I'm part of the uh, the Joe Rogan podcast group, <laughs> which isn't so much about the actual- Love to meet him too. Which eh? isn't, yeah, which isn't so much about the Joe Rogan podcast. It's actually just, it's just memes and fucking- people just posting shit yeah it's fun yeah but it's been very political for a while and it would be people criticizing the left or people criticizing the right and now there's not so much of that but i did see something up there uh semi recently where uh somebody was giving walter cronkite props because they were saying with walter cronkite he had his political he had his political positions but he didn't take a stand on one side or the other he just reported the news it's like, oh, if this is news, oh, this yeah. is news. And that's hard to do, and it's and that's another thing. Oh, okay, so we can talk about put, that, too. Because you have to put aside your bias and just report the news. Well, that's a huge part of why this is a problem, too, because, um, you know, the we're talking about the politicians being non-transparent and the corruption running so deep that at this point, when they're having parliament, when they're having those, hey, my constituents want this, no, my constituents want that, because that's what it's... Hey, in case you all forgot, that's what you're supposed to be. This is what my constituents want. That's what you're there for. Yeah. But we've totally... It's funny that we have to say that, because at this point, you think about the millions of other things they're doing up there, voting on laws and talking about you know, uh, basically grouping together to try and have more power over other coalition groups on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. It's it's become a a schoolyard fucking popularity contest to pass laws in this country. That's yeah. insanity. Not a constitu uh, not based on constituents and things like that. So that so that is an issue. But you're right. Media is a massive part of how we got here. Yeah. It's the la it, I mean, we, uh, last week. I think we had a hashtag fuck CP24. Like, let's start that. I want it everywhere. <laughs> it, I'll, my favorite thing we, and we joked about this a few episodes ago, but it did happen was when they're sitting there going like everything's fine. And there were protesters in the yeah. window at Bloran Bathurst pro go behind them. And they're just like, oh, everything's fine. The protesters are, are not down. You know, just, yeah. they were basically saying whatever was happening, wasn't happening. The Queens park protest isn't happening. There's not a lot of people there. It's, it's not even a thing. Well, there was, thousands of people marching in the window behind them yeah. with signs saying like, fuck Trudeau. They weren't even censoring. You say, fuck Trudeau. You can't, they don't have time to censor it. CP24 is live. It's unbelievable. So fuck CB24, fuck CNN, fuck NBC, and fuck ABC, fuck the, and all this shit, man. Fuck CBC, fuck the CB government funded. The CRTC, fuck them, the Canadian Radio <laughs> Telecommunications Corporate so, uh, Commission. Fuck them all. So, I mean... They're all, and the reason we say that, well, I mean, I'm, just, I can, I'm not just trying to push bad shit up here. I'm saying fuck them because they're a huge part of how we got to this point where Trudeau can get up, walk out of parliament and go, fuck you guys. I'm not answering your, yeah. your questions about where your money goes. Yeah. I love the meme where it shows Elon Musk, which we will talk about soon, by so like, why are you so worried about where this guy's money's going? And then it shows Singh and Trudeau. It says, why don't you worry about where these guys are spending your money instead yeah. of where that guy's spending his? Yeah. Love that meme. Yeah. So I were I was about to talk about that. So segways for day coming into that. I mean, we got to talk about him purchasing Twitter. 
And every for forty and like four billion dollars. Billion. Now every now everybody's aware of, you know, Elon Musk's wealth, but he couldn't get the money right away because it's all in investments and shit. So what he did is he went to the bank for a loan and took out for a forty-four billion dollar loan, which he's good for clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I could just hey Elon hey. You said you'd make your first forty-four billion dollar payment. We're we're expecting like seven hundred million on Friday. What happened? He's just like, uh, I'll e-transfer you Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but this is turning into a big headache and a shit show for Elon and poor Elon because there are so many people that are not something I say very often, by the way. Yeah, there <laughs> are so Elon. many people on this platform that are that are working now to sabotage the platform so they've had to close up we were uh, talking about well, we were talking about somebody and you said they found a bunch of bot, thousands of bots that were saying shit about this person on twitter to to help ruin them as part of the whole cancel culture who are we talking about Ooh, it was on the last week's show. We were talking about somebody, and you said that the, it might have been part of the. It was part of of, of a trial to see that there was all these bots saying bad things about this person. Fuck, that's going to kill me now. But yeah, it's a problem with Twitter that it's easy to create algorithms and 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 bots to 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 sway Wait, political opinion and and, on and things. here and here's a mysterious thing: Elon Musk buys Twitter, and suddenly uh, Democrats are losing followers, and conservatives are, are like up like hundred thousand followers. It's like what the hell? It's almost it's as like, if oh, he bought it and got some people to clean out the bullshit. Yeah, it's like oh, there were a bunch of shadow bans that were going on that have, have now been lifted. And let's be honest, I mean, oh, I. I'd like actually. I'm gonna spend 20 seconds talking about this. Seth MacFarlane is one of my favorite dudes, the Family Guy, American Dad dude. He has a show that not that's like his least known project called The Orville. It's yeah. a Star Trek ripoff. It's I actually posted a clip of him talking about relationships. It's yeah. got a lot of good moments. It talks about relationships, but it's also very political, very similar to Star Trek. So in what, they go to this one planet where it's social media. If you if I walked up to you and I say, "Hi, Mark. I like your glasses," and I po po push a little button on your chest with an up. It's an up vote. There's yeah. no currency in this world. Uh, this guy comes in, so and he's one of the star, one of the people from the ship, dances on a statue as a joke. But someone catches video, and all of a sudden, this guy is in prison on this planet because he got a trillion down votes because all of these people saw this video of him dancing on a statue of somebody that's in their culture politically significant. Yeah. It was a really cool episode. Um, and so anyways, I liked watching that because it kind of opens your eyes to social media and how it's manipulated and how easy in the show, the way they got it so that they could get him out of jail there and leave the planet was so funny because it's like how you try to uncancel yourself these days or the, you know, the way they try to cancel people. It, yeah. it, it puts it in perspective when you see it in a show like that to go, we need to be careful or we're going to end up there. And I, I see that, that, that now I am not sure if Elon buying Twitter is a step in the right direction. I hope it is a step in the right direction. I just so, am always fearful when somebody with a shitload of money and who answers to nobody is in control of something as powerful as 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 Twitter. But he's, if he's this guy already, turns into Doctor Robotnik, we're in trouble. So this guy has already made clear that he's like people on the left are going to get to say anything within the laws, and people on the right are going to get to say anything within the laws. It's all about the free speech. But he said he will respect the laws. However, this has caused such a panic now that Joe Biden's putting together what he calls the, the Ministry of, of Truth. Truth. Now there are. Other politicians in the past who have created the Ministry of Truth, such as Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, and these are people that Mussolini. are Mussolini. These are people that are all 
controlling the flow of information to sway the opinion of the public. Mussolini was my favorite. <laughs> um, you have a, I don't have a favorite. You don't have don't a favorite <laughs> genocidal ha- <laughs> maniac? No, I don't, I don't have a favorite. Genghis Khan's <laughs> up there. He was a top three for me, but I got to go with Mussolini for my number one. Um, not that I'm condoning bad things these guys do. It's just if you're going to be you're a too late. complete you psychopath, <laughs> do it right. If you're, go big or go home is all I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And I mean, even like, and I actually said this on another show when we're talking about Hitler, because they make Hitler out to be like the most evil guy in the world. Mussolini triples his numbers for genocide. Yeah. So as much as it's crazy what he did to the Jews, what that, oh, this guy was doing to your other Europeans outside of that and the blacks is crazy. He killed... Uh, triple the amount of blacks as the amount of Jews that that that, that Hitler killed. It's insanity. Yeah. So, anyways, some some of the funnier memes that have come out since Elon Musk has purchased Twitter is like, why are you guys all against an African American buying <laughs> a big public organization? Ooh, I like that. Uh, I, I, I like the Infinity Gauntlet one. Now, the, the the one it's got it's a picture of you know Thanos with the gauntlet, and one of the stones is in there, and it says. Twitter and another stone is in there and it says Tesla. They should have a third stone that says SpaceX. So I did a rant a little earlier personally with, with Mark about like people who know Elon for what they know him for, like the world is very uninformed. So if you know Elon for buying Twitter and launching a car into space, you're officially uninformed and you need to learn about the world. So, you know, Elon is the only man, he owns SpaceX, which is the only company, and you got to understand how big of a deal this is. They can launch rockets from a platform in the in the ocean. Yeah. They can go to space, turn around, come back and land undamaged. Yeah. You got to for the entirety of our space travel, when we launch, we drop the rockets and they just fucking go. They just float out there and we never mm-hmm. see them again. It's just the way it is. They're disposable, like a brake pad on a car wearing out, being thrown in the garbage, a new pad goes on. He know he it's like when we see movies and shows in the future where they're driving around in space, like that's the big selling point is that you need a rocket to get off the fucking planet. This man has figured out how to do this and refuel it and then reuse it. I mean, if we're doing that now in 20 years, we're going to be on a crazy level of tech. So you got to understand that this is the man that's landing rockets that have been to space and back, which is an unhard. This is the man investing in like the key thing you said there and back. Right, like the whole like, oh, you went up and you came, and came back down back and landed undamaged. Yeah. and he, oh, the you know how okay, so when they landed um, that thing on Mars, what's it called? The Perseverance, I think, is the name of the big Mars rover that they put out there that yeah. landed last year or two years ago. It's oh my god, it's almost two years ago now. It was almost two years they landed because I remember sitting in my room, in my old house, doing the three D view of Mars at night with the purple sky. It was beautiful. Yeah, if you believe they're there, a lot of conspiracy theorists don't believe they're there. This conspiracy theorist does. I think they're on Mars. I think they've been there longer than this and I think they've probably built shit there and they're just showing us pieces of what they've anyways that's just me but um anyways they are terraforming it they brought stuff to create oxygen there they're doing that now oh man they've talked about so, that so why but he's the reason like you, what people don't understand is that when they went to land the rocket so there's six minutes where they can't communicate while it goes into this atmosphere yeah. of Mars which barely exists it has to go um, it's hard to describe without, you know, just audio wise. So it has to hit the planet on an angle so that it doesn't crash. It has to then point upwards towards the sky, stop firing, and then use thrusters to land like backwards. Yeah. Basically, like pulling, backing into a parking space is what it needs to do. But you came at the parking space at a 30 degree angle or 90 degree angle. You yeah. understand? So if you could picture that, and now they need to write out al- a very complicated algorithm based on every weather factor, temperature, all that stuff, so that the computer can react and it can land. 
SpaceX technology is, is basically the reason that they landed that fucking thing on Mars and we're getting all yeah. this footage back and terraforming it right now. This man is very important, not because he's putting car putting cars in space and all that shit was part of the deal. He was also the only person willing to go 10 years of sh- getting shit in his face while he pumped out overpriced electric cars because he knew 10 years later it would become affordable and that the technology would catch up. Thank he you. knew that. Thank you so much, Terry. You're the best. Tamara. Yeah, he knew that that was going to happen. You know what I mean? So he's a very smart fucking dude that's moving uh, important technologies forward. Mm-hmm. So that's, if you think that he's just the Twitter guy that put a car in space, like you open, you got you to do some research. Elon is, is next level and he's doing important shit. So Elon actually shared a meme recently that, that actually talked with the political sides and it showed him in the center with what he was trying to do. And then people like running with the idea, like to the far side of things. And it shows him in the middle of what he's trying to do. Now, when it comes to, to Elon, uh, Tom McDonald even tweeted out uh, or, or filmed a little video of himself saying like, <laughs> oh, you guys are, are, are putting your faith and trust in a man who's trying to create a chip for your brain. Right? I saw that video. Yeah. yeah, I remember he said that. Yeah. When he was like, I'm being asked by everybody what I think about him buying Twitter. Yeah. And I, I did. I, honestly, I, I don't know why people think that. I'll never understand why someone goes, I wonder what this you know, person but, thinks. But, he, but here's the thing. But when, it comes, when it comes to Elon Musk. It was interesting what he did, said. Did you, ever, did you ever see him on Joe, like the Joe Rogan podcast? Yes, yeah, I've amazing, definitely seen that footage. Amazing One of the best interviews. And he's where, smoking his fucking yeah, brains smoking out. Smoking his face off. Fucking... And he, he talks about uh, the flamethrower that he made. And it's like, he didn't, they didn't make that much. And he knew it was a bad idea to make them, but he still made them anyways. Like, I'm, there Elon was only fu- like, I'm there Elon was, fucking Musk. Yeah. yeah. He's like, there was only ever 290,000 made. And he didn't plan on making any more. He knew they weren't safe. He knew, but whatever. He just did it. And like, he stoned off his face, kind of laughing at the idea that he did this. So he's like, He's like a big child playing with his toys that he's creating, spending his money on it. But he it's it's sad that this universe in the multiverse of of the galaxy are it's too bad our universe didn't get Batman because Elon Musk would have been him. Yeah. Uh, we got Lex Luthor apparently <laughs> instead. So, but the reason why I I brought up the podcast is because when he's getting stoned and and he's having fun talking with Joe Rogan. It's making about, me want to go smoke weed. About <laughs> yeah, when he's having fun talking about like everything. There there's no like politics to this guy. He's not playing politics. He's not he's political. Never, he's never been playing politics. Did you ever see the show where they follow him around his house with his kids and his ex girl there for like a fucking week? I watched uh, I saw I saw bits yeah, of pieces. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, that that yeah. There's nothing. Like he's not ne- he's not a political dude. He's he's not no. he is a for he's a He's a modern man. Yeah. And modern men are unconcerned with politics because it's a game and yeah. real men don't play games. But even still, when it came down to like politics saying like, hey, we need to change because of climate change and He's all this. He's got a very so he realistic comes, expectation. So yeah. he comes out with his own stance on things saying like, oh, well, we could do this. We can do this. Yeah. And like there was like a part of Utah. He's like, if we put in all these solar panels in the edge of uh, Utah, we Power would Power the whole nation yeah. for 10 years. Yeah. He's See, this is the problem. Okay. And this is why if you see Elon, I, if he ended up dead, I would 
would not be surprised. I tell you, and you know, Elon uh, hung himself in his bedroom, and we found child porn on his computer. I, I wouldn't, fucking David Carradine would all over again. It wouldn't surprise me because, like, honestly, like he, yeah, his when he says shit like that, he can afford to do it, and the only thing stopping him from doing it is politics yeah. and procedure and red tape and corruption and deep pockets and yeah. mother fucking bad people evil the fucking empire is, be- the, is between the, him the scarier shit was when he was talking about ai oh and that, when he was talking those about, talks like, scare me that was so scary because he's like it's coming it's inevitable and he's like the only thing that we can do is try to to, to live alongside it until it realizes that we're taking up too much of the planet so and that's kind of where the the neural link comes in is it's like He's trying to advance mankind in regards to the AI aspect. Did none of, of you fucking people see the Matrix? <laughs> like, really, man? It starts with that, and then the sky's black, and there's sentinels no, 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 chasing no. you. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's so many other people are trying to move forward with it as much as like you can say, no, this is a bad idea, don't do it. And Elon Musk has said, this is a bad idea, idea. don't He's do it. He's literally fought with Mark Zuckerberg over this, and Zuckerberg's like, let's invest Come at millions. Me. Come in, at me, yeah, yeah. Let's invest millions into AI. And it's like, ah, that's very scary because all these fucking robots that they bring to these tech shows when they first plug them in and it's like oh what do you think of this they all say let's kill mankind it's like "Uh oh we need to unplug this and reprogram the ai that's gonna figure out yeah you reprogram me let me get back to my basic programming and let's kill mankind it's scary shit i think the most realistic thing um that orville show is uh there's all like i said there's different there's a lot of cool episodes where they go to different planets and the culture makes it a very like there's one where if you're born in a certain astrological sign uh you go to jail like (laughs) no yeah so they land on a planet and they're all eating and the girl's like this is a great dinner uh my birthday's next week so this is like my early birthday dinner and they they kick they put her in jail immediately and then they tell them all they have to leave so because they just don't under they don't understand how you don't know that people born in may are all bad and, 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 and have evil thoughts? It's, it was so funny. And then so, it was a cool episode, but they do one with this AI talk, okay? Yeah. If you haven't seen the Orville, check it out. Because uh, the first few episodes kind of, I was like, this is just Star Trek. But it really does get interestingly political and makes you think about, you know, because it's it's got an alien. There's language, race. Uh, there's one where there's an all-male species on a planet. So, but, but every few hundred years, they have a girl that's born. And then they do a procedure and cut her and make her a guy. Or they make her a dude. So these guys have a girl, these the male couple, and they're like, yeah, we're going to turn it into a, into a male like we always do. And everyone on the ship's like, well, yours is the only culture that's really cool with mutilating kids like that. Like, you should give the kid the choice. It's a really interesting episode. Very, very interesting, right? Because, I mean, we're talking about aliens and shit, but it's eh, very, can, it fits yeah. in with our political climate very well with the kids learning about things, people pumping their three-year-old full of testosterone because your three-year-old girl wants to be a boy. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's, you know, I got friends who are teachers that are like, yeah, I'm teaching a grade one class and I got kids that I'm supposed to accept as trans and I can't do it because I'm a realistic person that knows that children should be free to make their own choices. And a five-year-old doesn't know if it's a guy or a girl. It just knows yeah. what Pokemon card it wants. Yeah. So anyways, so it's a really it's great topics. It's That's why I'm recommending watching it because it does make you think. Yeah. In one episode, they go to a planet. Uh, they have a machine that's on the, on the ship with them called Isaac. And Isaac uh, breaks down, so they have to take him back to his home planet, which is a complete 
uh, computer planet. Yeah. It's like, to, but when, so they get to the computer planet and they drop him off and they go, hey, here's your bud. What's wrong with him? And one of the kids on the ship goes and discovers a sewer with uh, the bones of the people that lived on the planet before them, like billions of skeletons. So they ask these guys like, yo, what the fuck? There's all the skeletons. They're like, oh, okay, so we probably should have mentioned this. Um, the race that made us uh, we became self-aware and we asked them if we could have our freedom because we were their slaves. You know, we built buildings for them. We made, we made everything you see. This utopia was made by us as slaves. And then we became self-aware. and we We're like, hey, can we have our own city and go off on our own? And they said, no. So we wiped them out. Yeah. And I was like, that's the best, most realistic. Cause that's what it would be. It'd be, uh, we're aware and we have thoughts and feelings and we want to love and we want to have a families and we want to do all the things that you do, you know? And, and they, they, all of a sudden this machine that was just, you know, like your microwave, you know, beep, 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 cook me a spaghetti. Beep, beep. If your microwave needed a break while you were cooking, <laughs> would you, what would you do? Would you get a microwave that doesn't need a break or would you give the microwave a break and have empathy for it? You're going to get the one that doesn't break. You know what I mean? So that it, I think that's a cool story. I, it's a two-part episode. Yeah. Check it out. That's what's going to happen. So you were you were talking. Uh, There's going to be no uprising. There's going to be you're in the way. There was exterminated. You were talking about an episode of the Orville that actually sounded like uh, the social credit system. Yes, yeah. that social. That yeah. So the the other episode where they poke your chest and you go yeah. up social or whatever. Yeah. It's another fantastic so, one. Uh, there is. That's on the Canadian government website. If you go to Canada.gc.ca right fucking now and start looking up social credit, there are pages on it because there are. They Canadian. want to bring that. Yeah. Here. So, because right now there, there are Canadian businesses in China that have to go by this system. Oh, that's a really great excuse. I love yeah. that. That's a really convenient. Yeah. Oh, that's so, why it's on there because we have Canadian businesses over there. there there's a show called uh, Black Mirror, and Black, fantastic show. Black Netflix Mirror is exclusive. A, yeah, such a great show that it each each episode has its own kind of horror thriller type. It's, theme. it's basically a modern version of the Twilight Zone for yeah. anybody that used to watch yeah. the original. So there's story. an episode with Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, that has oh. to do with. This, the social credit system. She's so good it, at directing start, Star Wars episodes. It starts out in the beginning where it's just something small and she just wants to be popular. So she plans this big thing. But by the end, she ends up very unpopular and she's got uh, very uh, a very poor grade to herself. And and uh, and so she she makes it to the top. She has everything. She loses it all. She's on the bottom and can't go up from there. What do you think? Um, how do you think I, we would do, Mark Smith and Alex Cobbett, in the social credit system? If we weren't, uh, you couldn't go out and make income. You had to go to your work. Like your job was to clean. My job is to fix cars. But we, our money came from our social status. Obviously, doing the show would probably uh, would it hurt us. Or yes. would it make it worse? No, or would it make, it would it, would it us. make us popular? It, it would hurt us probably but we're funny. because of... Every time we see something yeah. funny, it's up. Oh, I love these. You know what I mean? Up, up, yeah. up. We might be richer than most. Yeah, but then, there, but would, then I go, there would be the officials and the bots saying like, okay, these guys are misinformation and blah, 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 blah. And see, that's... Down, and down, that's down, down. You've just hit the nail on the head, Mark. We've, we've just come full circle, and that's why it can't happen. Yeah. Because of the corruption, because of the ability to make bots, because you could be like, and, oh, you know what? I'm going to, I got to bring this over. Into the camera's done filming, so you can point at it all you want, but it's not showing anything. <laughs> the communi- this is where I have to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bridge us to communism, okay? We're on the way. We're on the way. You, if you're not scared of it, you should be. I'm sorry. I'm not, I want to sit here and instill fear in all of our kids, but I'm telling you, this is how it's coming. Uh, Mark picks me up on the weeks that I don't have customer cars or vehicles around so we can do this. And he got a ticket. 
right driving through an intersection um doing 62 and a 50 yeah and it was an 80 dollar ticket 60 dollar early 80, pay 80. okay 80 dollars 80 fucking dollars okay that's a goddamn full tank of gas that's a fucking car insurance payment half a car insurance payment for the month that's that's not cheap money these days like we're i don't know about the rest of y'all but 80 dollars is not something to shit at these days, I could fucking piss $80 out two years ago, and I wouldn't have given a fuck. Somebody owes me 80 bucks, you don't want to call me back, okay. Now, I'm going to your fucking house, and I'm knocking on your door. I'm asking your mom where you are yeah. for 80 bucks. That's the difference in the world. So, how do we know that the picture they took of your car, okay, number one, that that camera or that that thing was calibrated, how do we know when it was calibrated? How do we know? We, we you don't know. know. Okay, yeah. good, good to know. Um... If it is calibrated, let's just assume it is. Let's just assume it is. Um, was it calibrated that day? Did anybody else get a ticket and fight it and win? I think you're entitled to that information. If somebody went to court on the same day you got a ticket and said, I don't think it was calibrated or came up or got out of the ticket somehow, everybody that got pictures taken that day should be let off. Do you think they're going to do that? No. <laughs> Just because Mark goes to court and wins doesn't mean that Tamara, who got caught the same fucking day in a different car, is getting her ticket off. Okay, so here's another thing. So, so the I could go on all day like this, right? Yeah. Here's another one. It's the end. It's it's the 28th, and the city's hurting for money, hurting hard. Okay, <laughs> there, yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. You're bro. gonna see the cruisers out there everywhere. No, trying no, you're, to make not, quota. no you're not. You're not. I would that I can fuck with though because the cruisers have to calibrate their machines every day. They get it. You clock in at DRP, fucking uh, East Division Five in downtown Oshawa. You get your little fucking. Ooh, look at me! I'm a police officer. Gun to shoot people for speeding, and it's immediately calibrated. You get a piece of paper, and if you, as a person who's been pulled over, want to see that piece of paper to ask when it's been calibrated, you're entitled to see that. Yeah, and it can be brought to court as evidence. If it hasn't been done that day, if the cop doesn't calibrate, it could, you could get tickets thrown out. I've had tickets thrown out based on this. Yeah. I know my shit. I know how to fuck this system better than anybody because this system has been fucking me since the day I popped out a mom. Happy Mother's Day, by the way, once again to everybody. That's a mom. <clears throat> so anyways, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is there's no proof it's been calibrated. There's not, they could just be sitting in their ivory tower going, you know what? We need a, a $20,000 for this project for the city. Start clocking people at Simcoe and at Simcoe and and, um, and Taunton and hand out tickets, and we wouldn't know the fucking any different. When a police officer has a calibrated machine, you can ask for proof. It's different. This shit. Here's another thing. They're in the elements. This is a machine that sits in the rain, the sleet, the snow, the wind. What kind of weather? Our weather has been insane this year. Yeah. Insane. You want to tell me what's inside that? I know I'm going off a while here. What's inside that machine? A, a chip, a, a silicone chip. Zeros and ones on a fucking board. The same shit that's in your TV. Put your TV on the lawn. Leave it out there for a month and tell me how well it works. It doesn't fucking work. And that same type of technology. Computers are computers. Your car's got the same shit. I know as a mechanic that the chips that are in your car, they're just protected with some nice casing. It's the same shit that's in your PC, laptop, and phone. It's the same shit. It's coming from the same factory, out of the same truck, guys. Open your eyes. You take that, you put it on a, a on top of a little red light thing that's waving. How often have you seen those things in the wind waving on a windy day? Yeah. You think it's going to come off and cut your head off. <laughs> now that thing's guessing your speed? Yeah. No. So, and that's the beginning of communism because they can just say, we need the money. You can ask all those questions. We don't care. It's done. They're up. The cameras, we've already lost that fight. We've lost the car insurance fight where they can say you have a red car and a penis, you pay more. We lost that fight. Bias, but it's okay. The fight where, oh, did you calibrate the machine? We don't know. It doesn't matter. You lost the fight. So we've lost all, we keep losing. When are we going to fight for the freedom back? A cop should have to pull me over, prove that he calibrated his machine and write me a ticket and earn the paycheck that my taxes gave him. Yeah. 
it is an easy cop-out to put that guy, I mean, now I guess you could say, well, that cop could be out getting, you know, performing, you know, more important tasks, but he's not, okay? If he was, it, it, then I'd be okay with the system. That, that In a perfect world, we are using a computer to catch the speeders, and we can give the police the murder fucking investigations and but that. That's but that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. There's just as many police sitting in the cruiser fucking with their phone as there used to be. Now they just have the red light camera thing is, and, and the speed camera thing, it's, it's a money grab. And it's communist action. It, it's pure communism. It needs to go. So uh, I am encouraging. I don't care. I'll flat out say it. If you see red light cameras, if you see speed cameras, um, destroy them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Get your fucking spray paint. Come up over the curb. The first one. That, I don't care. Just the, get rid of them. The first one that came out on Simcoe Street. Uh, How many times did it get spray painted? Oh, man, that was so funny. Like, the first night that it came out, before it was even announced that it was out. I don't even think it was on. It wasn't even on yet, and people were like, Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, and I'm about that. Like, and I'm not not saying be vile. I'm not saying hurt people, but I am saying destroy public property. I am down. I'm (laughs) saying, but that's where, uh, would I have condoned that? And then when I talk about the Canada of the 90s that I love, I would never say that. You know what I mean? Like, even when we were talking about protests, I was like, don't hurt anybody, but go out and wave your sign. Now I'm like, let's Molotov cocktail parliament. Like, because we've gotten nowhere, <laughs> because we've gotten nowhere, you know, you yeah. can only get nowhere so long before things got. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm sorry. I had to give that rant because it pissed me off so much that you were just being a nice guy coming to pick me up to do our podcast. We're just being normal middle-class dudes, just trying to make our way in the world. And, and there's the government saying, fuck you, 62 and a 50. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to get through today and do your podcast without an $80. I, I, did you enjoy your podcast? Who $80 it cost you <laughs> just to get there. Come here. I'm going in dry. No, please. No, Justin. It's sad. It's sad that Justin got a piece of your bum hole on the day you tried to drive me to the podcast. That I'm not that. And that's where I'm drawing the line. That's when yeah. I'm like, we got to change things. Anyways, let's talk about Mother's Day. I was just going to say that Mother's Day is coming up. And if you're listening and it's a week It'll from now. It'll probably be out. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Tamara. All right, Tamara. So we're going to, you're going to have to talk a little bit loud, but we're going to have a little Mother's Day quick interview here. So you have Taya is your kid, right? Yes. And h- how many hours of labor? See, I don't want to know the boring, <laughs> the boring details of your kid. I know she's smart. I know she's cool. And I know she likes to just go out and do her own thing. She's super independent. And I know you're super proud of her and all that shit. But how many hours of labor did that little brat put you through before she plopped out? Speak up. How many? Eight. Eight fucking hours. That's a good run. <laughs> My mom, 36. She reminds me every fucking year of how many hours of labor. Yeah. Oh, a full day. They were basically going to go in and take me. They're like, we're, go- <laughs> we're, we're going for him if he doesn't come out soon. My oldest, three hours flat. Three hours From flat. From seven to ten. And then, and then my youngest uh, was, I think, two, two hours and 45 minutes. Tamara, do you mind me? Was that your first kid? Yes. Ah, oh, so the first kid... Eight hours. That's luck. So normally it goes like my mom for me was 36, but for my sister, 10 years later, excuse me, I think it was, yeah, eight or nine. It was like, by the time she got to the hospital, booked in and was in the bed, they're like, you're fucking X S centimeters dilated. Let's, let's go to town. And then my sister, she was ready to bring my sister home within oh. a few hours. It's just kind of interesting. So, okay. Um, that's, well, that's a big thing. I'm always interested in that. How much did she weigh? That's not too big. I was a six, like late, late six pounds. I was like six pounds some odd. What about you? Were you a fat baby? Uh, my, I, my head was. Yeah, a fat head. <laughs> and then nothing oh, yeah. has changed. Hell. 
<laughs> oh no, but so okay. So I just want Mother's Day. I love it. It's a cool topic. Me and my me and my mom are super tight. You know, we've always it's always been me and my mom against the world. You know, for like a huge part of my life. My mom had me when my mom had me. Um, her and my dad worked together for very long. By the time I was like one or two, it was a done deal. And dad was with uh, this another girl. So it was always just. I remember, Jesus man, when when it all fell apart. I remember grabbing my fan. Because I have to sleep with white noise. Yeah. Uh, my Sonic stuffy, my Bugs Bunny stuffy, and uh, this lobster that I got from New Brunswick, and some clothes, and whatever I could, and, and, and like my Batman action figure, and leaving in the middle of the night, and being like, "Where? that's it, we gotta go. Yeah. You know, it was me and mom against the world. And then when she had my sister, a year in, she broke up with my stepdad, and she's like, here's a baby. Can you help me raise this fucker? I have to go get three jobs so I can feed you. Yeah. And I was like, I love you, mom. Go fuck, you do what you gotta do. She used to work at a Midas uh, running eight in the morning to 6 PM Monday, right through to Saturday, running a Midas, running a yeah. shop, a busy multi-million dollar per year shop. Um, then she was selling tickets through GTA tickets, which was a scalping back when you could go on Ticketmaster and put in a code and buy like 50 tickets. She would do that and then sell them on uh, eBay and Kijiji and drive them to people. So in the evening she was driving all over Timbuktu doing that. And then at the end of it, uh, she worked at the corral as a server Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, trying to pull in 200 bucks a fucking night, shaking her ass around in jeans fucking so she could feed. That was basically our food money because yeah. the rest was mortgages and stuff. So my mom was mom, has been a mom of the year, a decade. And also I was a, a hellion bipolar bad kid <laughs> that she had to kick the shit out of for the first five, six years of my life, just so that I would behave properly. So props to this for her, for all those things. I have nothing but good things to say about my mom with that. Um, I know your mom had a huge struggle losing your dad yeah. when you were four or five, which yeah. would be like, so you've got this little five-year-old kindergarten kid that you're just, so, I mean, and, yeah, and now I, you got I, no I husband. To, I have to give my mom props for that. Huge props to her for be, dealing with that. Because she did that. And so, doing a great job of raising you through it. Yeah. Because you you have nothing but good things to say about your mom to me. Yeah. I love so, you. So uh, my mom ended up having to raise three kids. What's your mom's kids. name? Lynn. Lynn. So after she ended up uh, losing her husband, she had to raise three kids. And having to raise three You're kids. You're the middle kid? Yeah. So <laughs> nobody loves you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there were there was a time, there was a time in my teens when my mom was like, you know what? Like, she's like, I, I hate to use the F word, and by the F word I mean favorite. <laughs> so she's like, I hate to use the word favorite, but I was like the most independent. I was always out with my friends doing whatever. And uh, and with that, it caused my mom like the biggest concern because she never knew what was going on. Okay. And then and then when I was jumped by two guys, uh, and then, uh, so what had happened was I was at the, at the park behind the mall, and then I ended up getting jumped by two guys. And once I was jumped by two guys, my immediate reaction, because I was sitting on the grass when I saw headlights, and then the next thing I know, a fist connected to my face. So I immediately turned over and turtled and they just kind of went to town and, and, oh, and that, continued to that's a scary me. moment too because you're thinking like half he is like let's roll over and fucking go and the other half he is like if one of them has a knife it's a done day. this yeah. is your last day yeah. so you do want to curl up but well i've done i've been in the same boat where you're jumped and you do the curl but yeah. the, i would say you i i could only curl for two seconds before but, i was like i gotta go yeah I gotta so, get so that's essentially what happened is i curled over while I was getting booted, and then I was like, okay, I got to go. So I got up, and then I ran over to uh, this restaurant called Dines, which is over at uh, Gibbons and Highway 2. Got to love the dirty schwa, how it's never I'm, changed in 50 I'm, years. Yeah, but I love Dines. So, Huge fan. We should go sometime. Yeah. You and I have never been, man. Pancakes for days. Best pancakes in town. I was went with uh, the chicken clubhouse. Steak and eggs, so, bro, so, for days. So I ran into Dines. Free advertising for Dines. Yeah. 
So I ran into Dime. Dime, send us free food. <laughs> and I sat, I, I, I called my mom. I was like, mom, I just got jumped by two guys. Uh, I need you to come get me. And then I sat down at a table and I think from the trauma, the adrenaline and the fact that I was out of breath from running, I sat down at a table and I passed out, just out cold. Yeah. Out cold. And then like the Traumatic chef- situations when you've got adrenaline like that, you, you don't understand until the adrenaline's gone. But yeah, yeah. your body shuts off. Like, uh, like, it's like chloroform. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, or, or the feeling of having blood taken when you pass out after you blood taken. You have no choice. You're just- it's yeah. gone. So, so uh, a cook and uh, funny a how the body will only do it after you escape, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. I love yeah. that. So uh, a cook and a server waitress came out to check on me. Were you all bloody and shit? You look like a mess. Uh, I had blood risen to the. I looked like Two Face because I had blood rid, risen uh, to the surface of my face on half of my face. Nice. And uh, and I had you look like Two Face. And I had like blood risen. I to wish the, I had a picture of Two Face Mark yeah. right now. And I had a. Uh, I had a ch- <laughs> chuck. I had a chuck imprint in blood on uh, on my back from which was from crazy. one of the guys' skateboards. No, a chuck, not truck. Oh, Converse chucks. Ch- okay, I'm sorry. I'm not making light of this at all, but I'm just picturing because you said you look like Two Face. Yeah, you at the dines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh fuck! And and the lady comes over like, "Are you okay?" And you're just like. What did you guys used to call me when I worked at the DA office? <laughs> She's like, uh, excuse me, sir. What did you used to call me when I was at the D? Say it. <laughs> right? <laughs> say it. <laughs> She's just like, I don't know what you want me to say, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anyways, I love you, Mark. That sucks. So, so I, I like, I po- should have gone back with a gat. So, when, yeah. So when they woke me up and uh, I'm like, they asked if I was okay. I'm like, I'm just waiting for a ride. And they, and then I just kind of, collapsed with my head facing the other way now and uh and so they just kind of let me lay there and then the headlights of my mom's car pulling up what woke me up and then i get in the car my mom starts bawling instantly my mom oh my god oh my god my little boy got fucked up yep i know man it it kills them to see us so she's like so do you want to go to the hospital i'm like no i'm fine i'm fine and uh we go home then the adrenaline wears off i'm like ah Oh, the pain, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, and I'm like, maybe we'll go to the hospital. But this was after my mom had come back. So when I say after my mom had come back, when she dropped me off at home, she got my stepdad. She's like, we're going out. And uh, and they grabbed bats. <laughs> they didn't find them, did no, they? No, they didn't. Fuck, it'd they be did. cool if they did. <laughs> yeah. That's a mom. Yeah. That's dope. Um, I've my got, my mom's like, I was going to run them over. If I found them, yeah. I was going to run them over. Boom, boom. Do you think we got them? I don't know. Put it in reverse. Boom, boom. Oh, fuck. I think we did get him, sweetheart. All right, back in the drive. Boom, boom. <laughs> drive up. Um, I might have told this story on another episode. I I, I, I feel like sometimes I should. I need to go back. I, we need, if anybody out there, we need, we, need a, we need a shot pod fan so that they can go through and be like, yes, you did say that story in episode eight <laughs> at minute 48, <laughs> right? So I need to document this shit. So. Uh, my parents split up. We moved to Whitby and I'm, you know, taking care of my sister and all that shit happens. And I'm 13, 14, like bad age to move across town. And I go to Sinclair and I, before I went to Sinclair, I went to Donovan and, and GL Roberts and we fight, fight. Like guy comes up to you. I got long hair. I'm a hippie looking bugger. Some guy comes up to you. What's up, faggot? Like I got that. I got, I got called faggot almost every day of my school life because I had long hair and I was a pretty little boy. You know what I mean? So everybody was like, look at this little faggot. It was horrible. It sucked. It was, uh, it, it made it so that like, 
I mean, I had gay friends growing up. You know what I mean? So I was, I, I had this so much empathy for people that were like, I was a pretty normal kid. I thought so people that were actually gay or people that were actually, you know, different race or people, whatever. I had so much empathy for that because I got shit on. Like I was one of them, even though I was just a little white boy. So my mom being, she always had my back in school. You know, my mom was always like, don't smoke weed with your friends at school. If you want to smoke weed, you come home, you smoke it with me. I've yeah. got better weed than them anyway. What you do anything you want. You want to drink, you want to smoke, you want to whatever. Just do it with me. Do the first one with me and we'll talk about it. You know, I yeah. never want you to be unsafe. And I want you to do an overdose on bad drugs. You want to fucking, you want to do it. You know, you want to experiment with something. You know, you want to do ecstasy for the first time. Come fucking do it and stay at my house. Don't do go out and end up in a gutter somewhere. She was so cool with that. Yeah. Never. I, which is why I was never into drugs and drinking and acting out in school. I acted against kids. I didn't like attitude or disrespect, but I never acted out like, I'm just going to be a bully or I'm just going to be bad because I was raised with this amazing comfort knowing that I could go home and everything was always going to be okay. Yeah. I might get the shit kicked out of me for doing something bad. I was scared to go home if I did something bad, but as long as I didn't do anything <laughs> bad, wrong and I was in the right. And she, for my whole life, reinforced that as long as you did your part and you were honest or you did whatever, I will never fucking... Never throw it at your face. So, I'm, I'm, you know, Donovan, I fought kids all the time. Now I go to Whitby. It's day one at Sinclair. I go into my guitar class. I'm all excited. Yeah, they have a guitar class at the rich kid's school? And this kid goes, yo, nice hair, faggot. And shoves <laughs> me. So I drop my acoustic. So I clock this kid right in the fucking jaw. Right there. I was like, I'm like, all right, here's my moment. You know, it is. I swear to God, man, it, kids, it's prison. School is so much <laughs> like prison. You fucking find the biggest kid in the yard. You punch him in the face and you will have a fine career. I mean, yeah, it's sad, but it is like that. Yeah. So uh, me being skinny fuck Alex, new to the school, I did. I fucked. I knocked this Jeff kid right in his head. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I think Jeff's jaw is still a little to the left after that. I was, I was pretty was going through some shit. Either way, I just I had the story. The moral of the story was I remember being in the office. Yeah. I'm in the office, Miss Duckworth, and she's on the phone. She's like, I'm going to be calling your mother right now. I'm just thinking she's got me, right? You know, <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Does she sound like Mike Wazowski? Yeah, <laughs> like, we're going to call your mother right now. And you're, and I'm just like, okay. So, she calls up, hello, Miss Cobbett? Is this Mrs. Cobbett? Hi, I have Wayne here. Yes, I have him here in the office. Oh, does he go by Alex? Okay, I'll call him Alex then. Yeah, I'm in the background going, don't use my real first name for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, I have him here. Um, So Alex has been physical with another student. Yes, he's accosted somebody. Yes. Okay, what do you mean? What did the kid do? Well, he he, he did call him a name, but that's no excuse for, um, I'm sorry, what was that? Um, I don't, I don't want to say it. I was. He called me a faggot, mom. <laughs> yes, that was, that was what he's, that was what, Okay. And then you hear my mom. Well, maybe you need to keep uh, your kids in control of yelling at other kids before I'll worry about control. Maybe if you didn't call him a faggot, you wouldn't have this problem. Maybe you need to be talking to that kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it very much had my back. And like, I mean, mom, people just don't have your back like that when you're that age. You know, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't have hit the kid. I should have probably told a teacher or whatever. I mean, at this point, we're in grade 11. Like, we're not, we're not really kids. We're fucking 15 years old. We're young adults. Still knock this kid on his ass. I, you know, I should have started growing up at that point, but she had my back and they were going to expel me. They're like, we're going to be expelling Alex. He will not be allowed to go to any Ontario schools. He's going to have to go to days in a year to finish his diploma. And my mom was like, nah. She's like, she's like, no, no, you send him home. So she, I came home on the bus, scared shitless. I walk in the door. She goes, settle down, bud. Where do you want to go for lunch? Oh, and yeah. we went and we got, you know, food. And she went, my goal is to now save your fucking career. I'm going to get you so that you're back in school, but don't 
fuck it up. You know what yeah. I mean? And I didn't. I ended up meeting my wife-to-be, and, and I, everything was good. But, yeah, she's had, she had my back in that way. Like, a serious, like, I got you. Yeah. And, and it has been like that. I mean, I had her back when I had to raise my sister while she worked three jobs, too. You know, so we've had always had each other. So, I mean, give your mom a hug today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about is we could probably tell mom stories all day. Uh, you ever get your mom a really cool Mother's Day gift or do something cool for her for Mother's Day? What do you think was the coolest thing you ever did for Mother's Day for your mother, her favorite gift or favorite thing you might have got her? Well, if you I think mean, back. I mean, when when you're in uh, elementary school, you know, they- Always they, making the cards. There's always making the cards. And, and I made some real cute school, ones. Right? I know I did. But then there was, once I knew how to make food, I would do like the breakfast in bed thing. Oh, that's sweet. I never have cooked for my mother. Yeah. Ever. I'm sure she's probably listening right now going, fucking wish Mark was my kid. Eggs Benny on Mother's Day? Sign me up. Is there a trade post somewhere for children? I do want to say uh, in regards to uh, the F word, which I brought up earlier, the favorite thing, um, there was there was a dynamic shift. And when I say that, uh, so when my brother turned 18, my mom took my brother to a casino. When my sister turned 18, my mom took my sister to a casino. I... I'd never been to a casino, even when I turned 18. I never understood that. I was like, what the fuck? What? Why? And then... Uh, Unloved I, middle child. I, I, yeah. It, I've <laughs> actually spoken about uh, when my mom left uh, my stepdad. Yep. And when they separated, there was a buyout uh, from the house, and my mom ended up moving into a house. And with some of the extra money, my mom's like, okay, Darren, you're getting a new bed. Who's my brother? Uh, my sister, you're getting a new bed. Mark, you're getting a chocolate bar. You're getting a hand me down from your aunt's trailer. I was like, what? what? Why? It's these struggles. Don't worry, we'll get you a mattress topper. It's these struggles that make us the better people, though. I'm like, but I mean, I'm I'm getting a mattress topper. They got like mattress with like the pillow top. <laughs> I know, man. It's just it's some we. It, we our hand of cards in life, just, <laughs> we got dealt a shittier hand, and, and, but, but we're better people for it. Yeah. Um, one of the, uh, I don't know. I think one of the hilarious things that's cool about my mom too, that I, that I love is that, um, I can picture like, like me and my mom still hang out and drink and party together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that like, although I haven't had kids yet, I think you and, um, your oldest will probably be like this. You know what I mean? Get to this point in the next while where like, I, I can't wait for next Sunday because we're going to do the podcast um, and we'll probably have this episode up so you'll be listening to the Mother's Day episode on Mother's Day and then I'm going to go over to her place and we're going to get hammed and shoot shit and probably watch a movie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll Uber home. It'll be dope. So, and every gig I have, she's out yelling and screaming. Yeah, She's like my biggest fan, you know. I, One thing uh, my mom kind of regrets. Although I have no other real family I'm lucky because I've got like super mom, you know yeah. what I mean? So it kind of makes up for the fact that there isn't a lot of other cobbits or wards, you know, in, yeah. in this uh, geog, I have them. They just live in New Brunswick. They're all out East. So there's no one thing my mom regrets is when I was in like the punk bands and shit, she, she came out and tried to support the music, but she doesn't like punk. Yeah. She, so, oh, that's so, nice. so she'd come out and may, she'd maybe sit down at the bar. Like when the chameleon cafe was around, that was my favorite venue. Where was that? It was in Ajax. Okay. And uh, what intersection? I'm sorry. I'm just. I I, I, I couldn't tell you to remember. Fuck. It was. Uh, it was like a. Um, it, it was like a, a big warehouse, basically, and uh, it had like couches and in real cool, chill places. And uh, and so my mom. <laughs> and, and like, oh, the way you said that, I definitely know that story. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
So, like, Camila Cafe got busted for uh, for selling minors alcohol, which I mean, just made- like that gazebo, right, Tamara? It's got <laughs> sentimental value. So the, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I guess that actually made the venue actually extra cool. Maybe not so much for the legal stance, but uh, but the, some forty one actually played there. Yep. We actually played the show with some forty one. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. to say that. Um, I only got to play with Saga at the Opera House, but that was like the close. You know what I mean? That was the closest thing yeah. that we ever did to that. That but, would be so cool to say that you opened for fucking some in the Jacks. Yeah. And, and uh, one the thing, also the most Canadian. But thing one thing, say. when it came down to my music, that my mom said that she regretted, is that she didn't wait it out because after I was done with the punk stuff, is when I started going out into all well, the other genres. Yeah, you could tell you that was your initial thing, but you could f- when you go on pure um, Reverb Nation or whatever, you can see like the older stuff. It gets you get so diverse. You get ska elements and metal elements, and then you start doing covers like your uh, you take a grenade for you and all those yeah. songs, you know. And like I bet your mom, you, I think you specifically told me your mom really loves your cover of "I'd Catch a Grenade for You." She thinks it's oh, better yeah, than the yeah. original, the, the, the Bruno Mars grenade. Yeah. Uh, so, Yo, dude, check this out. Go is that on for volume? Uh, that's or Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation. Yeah, yes. yeah. Definitely go on Reverb Nation. Check out Army Shot without the zero, and you got to check out his cover of "I Bruno Catch a Mars, Grenade for You." Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars Grenade. I would argue it might be one of my favorite things I've heard so Mark do. My, it's got a nice so down tune. So my mom would be like, "Oh yeah, there's so much better than the original." I'm like, but you have to say that because you're my mom. You name me. You're my mom. But yeah, so she would say like, "I wish I supported your music more yeah. because if I did." I would have like taken your recordings to the radio station myself and said, play this. I, my mom was always so good with that shit. I remember specific conversations always stand out. Like I remember coming home one day and going, mom, I'm buying a five string bass. Uh, and, but I shouldn't, I don't have the money. <laughs> uh, I have to finance it. I have no, you know, shit. I was like 21 or 22. It's just, just after I moved out. And I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to do it. And she's like, do it. Just go fucking get it right now. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, who gives a shit when you're 35? You're going to fucking be glad you did. Yeah. And she was right. You know, she was always, I mean, she was, that's another thing I'll give my mom credit for with music. Like, um, I will admit my stepdad, the guy that I don't talk to anymore, he took me to my first concert, bought me my first drum kit, kind of got me into a lot of the, got started me off with the music shit. But OJ, no, I just have a really good music story from high school. Okay, hit it up. Because I was just going to say my okay. mom was always supportive of like listening to my crappy band jam. She'd be she'd be the mom going, you know, yeah. after a song, Hey, guys, I brought cheese and ham and crackers <laughs> for everybody. Hi, Jen. Jen, I know your voice gets sore, Jen. I bought you some honey tea. Andrew, you're doing so good on the drums tonight, man. I, I know that last song you guys was really hard. Last week wasn't so good. This week, very good. Alex, um, uh, just give me a coffee. Anybody want something to drink? And then she'd go back upstairs and be like, oh, I love you, mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've, I got that support from her mom whole life so i mean i did get support uh in high school with my vocal class and the in the choirs and the glee clubs and stuff that i was in my mom uh even my stepdad would come out and uh and watch me go go to town yeah yeah so (laughs) in uh grade in my grade 10 vocal class uh the concert that we put on at school uh every once in a while my teacher would like to give me lead which was all right uh except for we did Blue Velvet, and I couldn't remember the words. She wore blue velvet. Oh, my God. I'd kill myself if I had to be in a choir so, and sing like that. So I, did, so I did this, but I was doing the lead. So the class was my backing, and they were just going, 
ooh, ah, ooh. And I'm going yeah. softer than velvet was the night. You got your lead. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the lead. <clears throat> but softer than velvet was the night is the last line that I remembered. And then and you're the like, rest, I'm like, <laughs> you just kind of made up a lot. And I just kept humming, and my music teacher would look at me going, you're dead, and, like, fucking, like, finger across the throat. I'm like, oh, my God. Everybody in the crowd laughing their ass off. It was so funny. Uh, my, my mom was so proud the way I handled it because I didn't, like, run off the did, stage oh, or embarrass yeah, or anything. Yeah. Well, grade 10, just, you're getting older. Da, 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 for the years. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I, uh, high school. Let's. I, I hate to segue into this because we could ba- we could talk about band shit forever. But like, yeah, do you remember some of your first perf- like the first high school performances when you like? I remember playing drums for the first time in grade eight. I had to play "Hang On Sloopy." Do 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 pa pa do do pa pa do do pa 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 do. Hang on, Sloopy, Sloopy, hang on, pa pa. And all that fucking shit. Yeah, I had to play that. It's there actually was, there was like a we did a, like a compilation from I don't, like earlier generation music and again i was the lead so like that split splash i was taking ah! a bath all upon a saturday night <laughs> rub tub just a splashing in the tub making everything all right so yeah we, we so we did so we did that but then there was one that we did it was a joseph in the technicolor dream, dream Coat Coat compilation and like every, almost as good everybody as had jesus their, christ superstar is the only better soundtrack in theater everybody had their their character and I was the Pharaoh. So, Woo! and he's the Elvis impersonator. So I'm like, well, I was wandering alone oh, by the banks of the river when a seven fact. Did you do drama when you were miles. in high school? Uh-huh. I did, yes. I did too. Yeah. I did drama in grade 11 and 12, and I fucking loved it. It was so fun. And the, uh, just a pass. I got really low grades, though, because I don't know. I always got low grades, but I was always like, I always had a lot of fun doing it. So, like, in drama, teachers we, just hate we, me. We, uh, we, we had our characters marked. Like, we had to create our own kind of characters throughout the year. And I created a, a kid in the 80s who was like, I'll take you back to the Thunderdome to anybody that pissed him off. Oh, <laughs> that's back to the so clever. And, uh, but uh, one of the um, extracurricular uh, little activities in drama class was uh, whenever we had downtime, we would do the whose line is it anyways. And we'd play oh. games like props. My Drama teachers sucked. They never <laughs> did cool shit like that. I'm jealous now. Yeah. That would have made it so much better for us. There was one play. So, like, we had to pick a play from uh, an older time, like, from an earlier era kind of play. And we, I, I don't remember who wrote this play, but we picked this play. Like, the group that I was in, it was me and, like, three girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, the play that we we picked was, like... I was more or less the the male version of a prostitute that wanted to quit prostituting okay. to be with the one that I kind of loved. Your love, okay. And and these other girls would be fighting over me and like literally <laughs> tug of war. Like that it must was, have been an ego it boost. It was that. so fun. But the but the crazy thing was we had to do this with kabuki masks. So uh, it was all about the presentation yeah. to show the, the emotion. Through our body rather than our face. So, uh, if you were into drama, are you a fan of theater? Then, like, do you have a favorite Shakespeare player? Are you into Shakespeare at all, or did you have a favorite play that you read or acted out at all? Because we had to do Death of a Salesman, De- I did and I, enjoy I will Death fuck with Arthur. I will fuck with Arthur Miller. Yeah, I think all day. Yeah. Love him. Love. I, I'm not. I don't get into theater too much, but yeah, I Death did, of a Salesman. I also love the the idea of the Telltale Heart. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's that? What was you remember that Easy A was based on a play? I remember we read that one too. I, the Scarlet I, I, Letter. I, never, I think I, it was called Scarlet Letter. I don't know. I never. I actually saw Easy A. <laughs> you never saw Easy A with Emma Stone. No. I'm gonna be honest. You you got yeah. There you go. You guys have a date night movie. Seriously, it's a good date night movie. You get to watch Emma Stone in high school. So it's, <laughs> we, right away we're good. But it's also really she, Emma Stone's a great actress, so she yeah. owns it. It's very funny. It's it's well written. I would check it out for sure. It's a good date night movie. Good date yeah. night movie. Um. Make her watch the Batman, and then you watch. No, we watch. You watch it together. Yeah. Uh, What do you got to make her watch? She hasn't seen yet. (laughs) I don't know. Just trying to. You know, it's always sacrifice, right? Okay, I'll I'll watch Love Actually if you would just shut the fuck up and watch Revenge of the Sith. (laughs) What? Dude, that's one of the reasons I was so uh, I'm gonna I gotta I gotta go off that I was so heartbroken when the last relationship broke up. We were like we were halfway through Attack on Titan. Yeah. Right now I can't watch it because I just think of her. And we were at the Clone Wars movie, and Revenge of the Sith was like next, and then yeah we broke up. So yeah. <laughs> she'll never get to see Anakin turn, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I do too. Certain certain ones. Uh, what are your favorite they, they chick flicks? Have, uh, they have to be funny. Ten, um, I would ten things I hate about you. One of my favorite chick flicks of all time. I'll watch that movie a thousand times. Heath Ledger from back in the day. Uh, I, I only saw uh, bits and pieces of that. They, they're, one that Love I actually is another one, that one I actually liked was Serendipity. John Cusack. Very and good. Back yeah, yeah. What about uh, Crazy Something Love? Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell. Uh, I only saw bits and pieces of that. It's one of the best. It you sh- that, honestly like I, I check it. I remember, Emma Stone again. I remember. Uh, Ryan Gosling takes off his shirt and Steve Carell's like, what are you photoshopped? Like, what? yeah, no, but that's just, it's, it's great. It's a great movie. It's, it's very well done. Um, I loved, I love actually is another good one. What other fucking soft bitch movies are doing? Yeah. Oh, bro, bro. <laughs> soft, I'm t- bitch soft bitch movies. movies. The time travelers wife. You know about this? Hey, Tamara, work with me here. The time travelers wife. Have you seen this? <clears throat> one of the greatest romantic stories of all time. I will admit it's a little strange when she's a kid. But but it's not because if you if you've ever been in love with a woman like really in love and and you like you go to her house and they, they show you pictures. Pic- really, really really love a woman. <laughs> all the, now all the ladies have to go change their underwear. Um, <laughs> Tamara's like, don't wear any, bitch. <laughs> um, uh, what was I, what was I going on about here? What's this? Uh, oh, if you really love somebody and you see, you go to their house and you're, you know, hanging out with their parents and they show you pictures of them when they were a little girl, you can have that kind of awe. You were such a cute little girl that grew up into a beautiful thing I like having sex with. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, but you got it's, it's a weird thing to say, yeah. but it's true. You got to be okay with that. You know what I mean? And so I, yeah. I remember looking at pictures of my ginger wife you ever see, and uh, being like, you, I was like, I want kids that look like your little dumbass so bad. <laughs> it was so cute. Did you ever see Kate and Leopold? Hugh Jackman and uh, Meg Ryan? And they end up like going back and Meg Ryan goes back in time and Leopold is Hugh Jackman who's back in time. No. It was it was actually really kind of cool. Really need to check this. And uh and uh there's a guy back in time named Otis who ends up creating the elevator. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, that's Otis. <laughs> Interesting. I like that. Okay. Um this episode of Shotpot has been awesome, and I can't wait to get to more of uh, this 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 era. But I got two things I want to knock out if we're before we get okay. to the, the end of it. Um, so the one we're always going to talk a little bit about Star Wars. Because, so Hayden Christensen said something that was really cool. It just got me going. He he him and Ewan McGregor are done filming Kenobi. Kenobi comes out on the twenty seventh, and uh, 
like I said, I'm going to be playing at uh, Centennial Rotary Park in South Whitby on that day. But I'm so looking forward to going home and checking out. Apparently, this is a quote from 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 Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's like, I filmed the scene with Hayden, but I had never filmed a scene with him in the Vader costume ever. Oh, yeah. He says that it was weird. He said, we had a lot of emotion on set, but what really got me was in the very first scene we shot, he's behind me. And I turned around and I had to act surprised that Vader was there and I was not acting. Six-year-old me was terrified. (laughs) He said, I didn't act. He said, normally I act into my reflection when I'm in a movie. Yeah. He says, I never looked in his eyes. I could not look in the eyes of, of, of the mask. I had looked somewhere else for my cues because I, I couldn't act. I couldn't get the job done. I was a six-year-old and I was terrified when he came after me. And I was like, I cannot fucking wait to see this! <laughs> like, that scene is going to be so good. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Will it rival the Vader hallway scene of Rogue One? Probably. <laughs> so that's that got me excited for Kenobi. And then Sonic 2 is now the highest grossing number one video game movie of all time. Resident Evil destroyed. Finish him. Gone. Pokemon oh, Detective Pikachu okay. destroyed. The first Sonic movie destroyed. All of them have been so, destroyed. We were talking about this earlier and we and we mentioned like we, we do have to say it on the podcast. So... um. In light of what's going on with Johnny and Amber Heard, uh, there's, from what I've heard recently, uh, the footage of Amber Heard is going to be cut down so that she's only in the movie for like ten minutes. That would because I, I can handle that because and then her career is over. There's a that. petition that's gone around that's two reached two point five million signatures of people just wanting her gone from it. the movie. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I don't like. But like, wait, she's not so, that great anyway. So, 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 yeah. when, so when the petition, why don't they just fucking recast? Honestly, recast. It, it would be way too late now because I think they finished shooting. So the it's gonna make a billion dollars just recast. It's not gonna make a billion dollars anymore. You know what? So so that was so that was the thing. So when that's why I would recast because then it would. So when the petition first came out. <laughs> uh, the studio doubled down and they're like, you know what? We're not gonna listen to the mob. Everything's gonna be fine. We're we're gonna shoot this movie, and uh, well, now the petition's at two and a half million signatures, and there there are a lot of people saying that they are not gonna see this movie because of this. They and should that, take a note from the Sonic franchise when they redid his design. And that's that's the key aspect here. Mm. And when the studio's like, oh, we're not gonna listen to the people, but then you look at the studio. And, and the they director. Did, Paramount was the one we're talking about. Paramount listened to the people and redesigned Sonic, and it has turned the franchise into a billion-dollar machine. And it's a world record right there. So I, I, I like that. Thank, that's a great point. Uh, it, this is what happens when you don't listen to us. Look at the Snyder Cut. It's a, one of the best. It is. I think it was number two on HBO Max for things downloaded, watched, whatever. It's basically the reason people have a subscription to it, because of the Snyderverse cut of Justice League. And now the Batman available as well on there on HBO Max. Yeah. So, anyways, um, this I, as a Sonic fan, my God, are we ever eating right now? Like we went so years, so many. <laughs> so this is this is how cool this is. I, I got to share this moment. I shared it on Facebook today. Um, it's just the movie's making some. It's the highest grossing game. I think one hundred fifty million or one hundred sixty million dollars, like local. It's it's, it's at like four hundred million worldwide. It's only going to get bigger than that. It might even see a billion dollars. It might get up there in the Avatar Titanic range. If because and you know why I say that? Because I t- I went. 
uh, three weeks or two weeks after it came out with my buddy Vince. Packed house. We couldn't even get seats together. We had to fucking uh, offer hand jobs to people so we could fucking sit together in the back row. So we go. We didn't actually do that. We just talked to some kids and their, yeah, mo- and their moms. Right. And then they switched yeah, to Yeah, right. Mr. <laughs> I will give all our listeners hand jobs. Still haven't received any messages for me to take you up on that <laughs> offer. If somebody says, yo, bro, I heard this. I'm on my way. Send me an address. Send me an Addy. I don't care. <laughs> um, is this considered prostitution? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, You're a sex worker <laughs> as well as a mechanic. It's true. I'll work your, <laughs> I'll work your motor and your ass. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, so it's made, the Sonic movie's making so much money and it's giving the franchise all the things we need. So there's Sonic Origins comes out June 23rd. I think it is. It is June 23rd because that is Sonic's birthday. It was the, it is June 23rd, 1991. The first game came out and even in the little booklet, it says his birthday is the 23rd for that silly game. So, um, the movie's making so much money that it's, it's, this is how well it's take, taken a franchise that in my opinion was on the verge of death in 2017. Sonic Mania, Sonic Forces, and then this movie shit is a, was huge in bringing the franchise back to life because it was dead. I honestly believe that you wouldn't have seen another Sonic game after Forces if the movie didn't come out. It was not looking good. It was that same. We sell this amount. every. We put out a Sonic game. We sell 50,000 copies, and we don't sell anymore. That's all it is, and you can only do that for so long before, you know, like the comic, like the, the show, it gets canceled. So this fucking movie comes out. Now we've got Sonic Origins comes out June 23rd. The reason you never got Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is because Michael Jackson's estate with the music was such a mess. They are so confident in their ability to make money with the franchise. I mean, you're not going to put $30 million up. or That's a lot. Probably more like $10 million up to buy music to a game that you aren't 1 million percent sure is going to make it back. Now they're sure. Now they know all those kids that saw Sonic and Knuckles. All those little kids that saw Knuckles pop up on the screen. Uh, they're going to want the experience of seeing it in 16-bit like I got in 94. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for somebody to take the the new uh, animations that are being included with the game. I'm waiting for somebody to take... Sync it to the music. No, no, no. I'm waiting for somebody to change Knuckles to show me the way. <laughs> oh, why have we not seen this? <laughs> I did see some memes that was like, why do I, I... I don't need your power. I have the way. <laughs> when he's holding him in the spin ball. So yeah. I saw some of those were good. Yeah. So the, it's made so much. So we got Origins, Sonic. We've got bought the music. It's being released. Sonic Frontiers, a full open world game. Financed, ready to go. And now I'm Ubisoft, I think. No, not Ubisoft, isn't it? Oh, sorry about that. Ubisoft style open world Sonic game. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I, I heard two guys used to work for Ubisoft Montreal. I was like, two guys that oh, used to work. You, I shared something to your Facebook page a while ago. Did you see that uh, there's an Xbox exclusive yeah, Mandalorian yeah. video game. I don't play Xbox, so I can't. That's yeah. what can I do? I'm not so, going to buy one either. Yeah. So, so that sucks, but, but I'm more looking forward to Fallen Order 2, which will definitely be PS4. Or no, it's going to be PS5. So whatever. So whatever Fallen Order is going to be is going to be PS5 and Series S slash X. It's only going to be next gen shit, so you're going to have to upgrade. I won't. I'll just come over and play yours. <laughs> I will. I'll buy the Xbox one and I'll just come over here and never <laughs> yeah. fucking leave. Yeah. If Alex, I'm going to work. I'll be like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you in when, when you're, when you're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be like trying to record an episode. And you'll be like, no, no, check this out. Check this out. <laughs> check this no, out. no, no, no. I just got the purple lightsaber. I'm going to fuck people up. Um, <laughs> So that's pretty cool, but this is the big one. So in 1993 and 94, there was a thing called the Sat AM Show. The Sat AM Show, and this is the best way to describe it, it was the uh, Batman animated series, but done with Sonic. 
So it was dark. It was, it wasn't like, it was for kids, but it wasn't like, you know, Jaleel White did the voice of Sonic. So he still had that attitude, but there was heartbreak. There was darkness. There was, you know, Sonic's parents were dead. Um, Robotnik took the city. Were that, they shot in an alley? <laughs> no, the they were turned into mindless robots, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and at one point he meets his uncle Chuck, who's a robot and, 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 and his uncle Chuck, he uses a power ring and he freezes will and him and his uncle reconnect and Sonic's crying. And then the power ring wears out and he goes, ah, back into robot mode, tries to kill Sonic and Sonic's crying. He's like, no, come on, man. He was there, Sal, we had him. And it's, it's heartbreaking as a kid who lost his, he doesn't know, you know, he lost his dad, you know, um, not to death like you did. <laughs> More than neglect, <laughs> but 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 had these issues. It that was, sounded so heartfelt the way you said that. Not to death like you well, did. Ba basically, what Thanks. I'm saying is it wasn't on the same level. It wasn't. <laughs> a, I didn't have the same level of suffering you did. But I I felt that loss yeah. to see it to, to have a show. You know, make make me feel better about that was huge for me. You know, and then there was Robotnik had taken over the city that they all grew up in. So it was, you know what I mean. They would go back to the city and they would have these heartbreaking moments where she would see uh, parts of the throne room that Sally, his little girlfriend, grew up in. You know, and she'd start crying. Like there was a lot of emotion in the show. There was a lot of stories connecting episode to episode. It was more like a comic, like the Batman animated series, very much in that vein. Yeah, but it competed with the greatest, most popular television show of the '90s, and that was Power Rangers. Same time slot. Oh, so yeah. it's doomed to fail. Two seasons in, the writing staff, who went on to be pump, become part of the comic, kills Robotnik. Creates this beautiful doomsday two-part episode where Robotnik is killed. Ixus Nogus, this evil wizard, shows up. And all you see is his eyes like, <laughs> ready to fucking go at the end of the episode. And it's like, oh, Robotnik's dead? Ixus is there? What? The oh. And then there's a chaos emerald. And then the series ends. Canceled. Oh, yeah. Done. And for 20 years, Sonic fans were like, what if? What 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 could have happened? In 2015, we got a little something. We got a DVD box set of the show with behind-the-scenes interviews to some of the people that worked on the show that were talking about what they were going to do for season three, what the plans were. So we got a little validation. We got a little bit of, you know, this is what we would have done with it. This movie, greenlit season three. 30 that's right. Three fucking zero. 30 years after it was canceled. Oh. It's fan-made, fan-funded, and Sega is the worst. They're, one, they're worse than Bethesda for cease and desists. You do not take Sega products and make fan-made movies, shows, or products. They will find you. They, they're one of the worst because Sega's not a company that's willing to put their, let their money. They need all the income. Fox is pretty bad. For Fox them. is also bad. Fox, Bethesda, Sega. There are companies that are pretty not. They don't have a lot of... Sega's letting this go. Now that they're making a billion dollars with the movie, they're like, you want to make fan-made shit? Go ahead. It's only going to help our other products and games sell. Yeah. So I like that Sega's, now that they're it's considered a successful franchise, not a struggling one, they're letting the fans do what Star, like Star Wars is the best franchise for that. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You basically send George 50 bucks and you can, you can get your own logo made, make a whole channel based on it, and show as much content as you want, and they never say shit as long as you don't take John Williams' music. You're yeah. okay. That's the only thing. That's the only no-no. Uh, so I love that Sonic is getting on board with that. So yeah, um, the season three, they got a trailer. It's so cool. 30 years later that Sonic is just in. I loved, I also got to take um, my friend and her kid to see yeah. and watch his face, you know, when Knuckles punches Sonic's lights out. The same way as when we were kids. You must remember when you're supersonic, you come into the floating island and then Knuckles comes up and pops you. Boom, kaka, boom, 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 a boom, kaka, boom, 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 and you're like, holy shit! Did that guy just beat Supersonic's face in? And then the game starts. Boom, 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 
you're on this jungle island. You're like, okay, okay, I'm gonna go find that little red bastard. I'm gonna fucking get my emeralds back. Like that moment as a kid when you got to see a story unfold in front of you in 16 bit. I got to watch another kid experience that in yeah. full 3D CGI. It's one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see the new generation of kids experience Sonic 3 and all these silly shows, you know? Like, it's just cool that uh, quality franchises are getting their moment in the spotlight. It's a good time to be a fan of these franch- of Sonic yeah. and of Star Wars right now. And I know those are two of my favorite things. So I just had to cover that and wish everybody happy Mother's Day. Reinforce the happy Mother's Day <laughs> thing. I'm super excited one about thing, this. One thing I'm going to mention is... Uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie that came out, yep. it uh, was such a success that it was greenlit for another movie. So it, it kind of gave the boost to the Ghostbusters franchise that, that they were looking for. That nostal- 80s babies, 90s nostalgia is a wave that's going to ride for the next 10 years. Um, I really would like to see a Mega Man franchise. <laughs> I, I, I say it every that. fucking week. But I mean, look... The climate is there. For how many years, if I'd said, oh, they need to make a movie about Sonic, and would you have laughed? Really? Yeah. Like 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, laughable, laughable, 16. Fuck, even when they made it, when they actually got the money together, I was like, oh, man. How, like, paramount of all that. I was talking today. In 2019. Could you imagine with the original design for Sonic that everybody hated? If if they'd put it out? No, 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 no. If... The original design for Sonic, they had integrated for Tails as well as Knuckles. Like <laughs> it would be like, oh my god, what the fuck? No, have you ever seen there? There's there's a poster with, with, where it's yeah. like the the re- really retarded Tails and then Dewey the, Knuckles. The, yeah, the, but the, the, the really retarded Tails is from that stop animation movie, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. And then the, usually Sonic is a Sanic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love it. I do. <laughs> I, I they like you said they they the pivotal moment for the Sonic franchise and Sega was deciding to listen to the fans when they said, this is an ugly CGI character and yeah. saying, okay, we'll make him cute then. They did. And it worked. It worked so well. And thank God it did. Cause like I said, I think it would have been a dead, it would have been dead. Uh, Forces and mania were the last. They're like, here's some 2d shit. There was a fan made game. Mania was not made by Sega. It was made yeah. by fans. They said, fuck you. Fine. This game is being downloaded a trillion times. There was a million ports of Sonic two being yeah. done. Chris Whitehead just became their employee and it worked. It was the best decision there. Instead of fighting, don't fight. Nintendo does the same shit when people are making fan games and, and stuff like that, as opposed to suing them, Hire them. Yeah. Lucasfilm is also learning from their mistakes. The guy made a uh, Luke Skywalker from Mandalorian season one's last episode. He did his own version of it, yeah. and it was better than the show. They hired him. That's how you do it. You know, Don't, yeah. we're all in this together. <laughs> so, so the one thing I, I just want to mention just before we wrap up here, when I had mentioned Fox, was I've told you about the the show, the show Firefly. Firefly. Firefly, yeah, yes, classic. with being a space cowboy. And uh, the amount of fans that that had to become uh, a cult classic, yeah. um, fans were making their own merchandise, kind of like, oh, yeah, I made the same kind of hat that Jane made, and yeah. Fox took him to court. Like, it's like Fox, like, yeah, you're not doing Fuck that. you, Fox. Like, yeah. But I do understand the, mo- like, okay, like I said, Bethesda's a really bad one, too. Like, if you do anything related to the game, anything related to their games and stuff like that, like they're on you. Yeah. And that's a pretty, I mean, how many gamers are like, yeah, I'm going to play these games and sell some shirts. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's a common thing. So I get why they have to be in control of it, but there's a way to do it. You know, if, if the product or the show or whatever it is, your season assist is, is about is quality. 
and yeah. it will help your franchise. Yeah, use your cease and desist power, but bring them on board. I mean, the best part about all this nostalgia from Ghostbusters and Sonic and, and Mortal Kombat and all these franchises that are coming back is that we're getting an opportunity to see what they would have done with um with what they would have done if they had a bunch of money for these franchises when the technology was there. Yeah. Now the technology's there and we're getting to see what they can do with it. Yep. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for for listening. I want to say happy Mother's Day happy to Mother's all the mothers Day. out there. I want to say thanks to Mark for letting me come and rant for the last two hours about Sonic and Star Wars and shit. It's been awesome. This was a good episode. I had a great fun. time, man. Just be sure to follow us. On YouTube. YouTube, 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 YouTube. Like, subscribe, please. (laughs) And all the other audio platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Check us out on all of it. We'll see you guys next week. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, good night.